0: Alright, we're back. We are back. I'm Dom.
1: I'm Jamie.
0: Welcome to the Cutting Room Floor. Today, we're going to be talking about a director both of us really appreciate for a lot of reasons. Yes. And But he's a director I don't think is talked about enough. Although some of his movies have, you know, had some big success, his name doesn't get mentioned very much. It's usually talking about the actors in the movie. But no one really talks about this guy. So, we're going to talk about the legendary Steven Soderbergh.
1: Now, there are too many films to go through. So, we decided on three that we think defined his style. I'd say early on in his career. Because he did like Sex, Lies, and Videotape, and Schizopolis before these. And maybe one other film. But starting in 98 to like 2001 he had such a great run yeah it was a of just amazing problem. films. so we picked three that are similar mm-hmm. and we picked uh, out of sight the limey and oceans 11 and the elephant in the room is that oceans 11 is the best one of the three yeah i, I, I think we can agree <laughs> on that i think we can agree on yeah. the consensus but, that but, most people would <laughs> yeah. say it's the yeah. best
0: one i would say it's the best I wouldn't say it's my personal favorite. No, no, three. but like
1: I and these other two films, because you know you have Aaron Brokovich in that time and traffic, mm-hmm. but they're almost uh, more. They're uh, a little outlier.
0: Outlier. Yeah, and
1: and they're more reality based. Yes, Obviously, like, Aaron Brockovich is because it's it is a true, a true story, story. Yeah, and traffic is about like the drug trade. Mm-hmm. So, so these other films, even though they incorporate similar themes as Aaron Brockovich and and traffic, as far as like pseudo reality based mm-hmm. it's like they they I think more define the style that he perfected with Oceans Eleven. I agree. Yes, yes I yeah.
0: agree. I fully agree with everything you just said Yes. Yeah. although yes Aaron Brockovich, I love Aaron Brockovich Oh yeah, it's a great favorites. film. It's one of my favorite actresses is in it. Um it got all the Oscar Albert love and Finney, stuff. one of your favorite actresses. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He's so good. Yes. He's amazing. so good with that push
1: up bra yeah. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. But what are hey, you? Mark Helgenberger, one of your favorite actresses from yep. CSI? Yep. Because yeah, CSI is
0: my favorite show ever. Oh, oh. You know, I've seen every single episode yeah. at least 10 times. Have you ever
1: watched CSI? I've watched like two episodes. You know what always pissed me off about CSI? It came out around 2000, right? Uh-huh. And you could tell if you're a David O. Russell fan mm-hmm. and a fan of Three Kings. Love Three Kings. That they would use – that they use like – that thing in Three Kings where they would like show – I think what happened on, like, the inside of the body or something, mm-hmm. like, when someone was shot, I think something like that happened in Three Kings. And, and
0: they stole it.
1: Yeah, they stole oh, it for wow. that show. I couldn't believe it. Like, the first time I saw it, I'm like, that was from Three Kings, another great George Clooney film.
0: Yeah. And speaking of David O. Russell. Yeah. He's another kind of Soderberghian type. It that is, like, he is. He had a crazy run for a good period. Yeah. And no one ever really talks about him.
1: Because his first, I think, two films were, like, Spanking the Monkey with... Um, uh, Jeremy Davies. He was that that asshole in uh, Saving Private Ryan. That coward.
0: Oh my god! Yeah, the who watches the I, homie get stabbed. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm chill. <laughs> um, <laughs> I yeah, never saw that.
1: I I saw it a long time ago because then he did another film with like Ben Stiller and Patricia Arquette and Josh Brolin.
0: Oh, three greats.
1: Yeah, and I forget, and I think Taya Leone's in it. Wow. Oh my God! I forget what it's called. It's like because uh, Ben Stiller and Patricia Arquette, I think, are married. Okay. And uh, my God, I might have to look this up. This is terrible because it was a great film, and then that was before Three Kings. Yeah, because like so, Three
0: Kings kind of kicked it off, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like he had a nice run early on, but like flirting like the, with disaster. Flirting
1: with disaster. Yeah, I that's heard of it. It I never saw that either. Yeah, it's actually a good film. Yeah.
0: He had a like, oh Russell's run. He had a crazy run, like with Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence. Lawrence and Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper yeah, like he had a crazy run with he, them. He made them
1: legitimate. Actors.
0: He really did. Like, and even De Niro, De Niro, bro. Yeah, he, he was already him. legitimate. Yeah, you know He, he kind of brought him back because, like, yeah. De Niro was kind of doing trash for a minute. Yeah, yeah. And he actually got him another Oscar nom. So, yeah, yeah, he brought him back, even though I thought
1: Silver Linings was ass. That's just me. I, I thought it was. Like the message is good, yeah. I thought the execution you
0: know? was one of his weaker ones.
1: Well, it's it's more like, you know he he did a film about Eagles fans, really, really, which well, <laughs> I hate the Eagles. So, so that, that's really what that movie is about, right? It's more about <laughs> right. Uh, Bradley Cooper's e- wearing how, Eagles jersey like the whole how, movie. <laughs> how like Eagles fans are like mentally challenged? Yeah. So <laughs> that's really what that film was about, right? If you think about it, yeah, how they have mental hilarious. problems,
0: maybe that's why a bunch of Philly people don't like it. Yeah, that could be. It could be. Like, what I are know you saying? Tons of people from Philly are like. I didn't like that movie. You're that like, could be why, because it's kind of like resonated with you.
1: Yeah, he's he's the guy that always like climbs up the grease yeah, poles he climbs and stuff. The grease pole. Yeah, yeah that's, that's him. him yeah, that's him. <laughs> which sounds dirty now. Think yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, well, mm-hmm. not Bradley Cooper with the character. Yeah, but then like,
0: but I love freaking American Hustle though.
1: Oh, with uh, Christian Bale and uh, and, uh, Amy Adams. I liked
0: him and Bale's collaborations. Like, The Fighter, Mark Wahlberg, Christian Bale. all so good. But, dude, Amy Adams, Christian Bale, Jennifer Lawrence, Bradley, Robert De Niro. That cast was stacked up. That movie was awesome. I can
1: say that. Well, he... uh, Yeah, he... He's one of those guys. I think he's super demanding because I heard he's hard to work with. No, I've been
0: hearing that. Yeah, but,
1: like... The output speaks for dude, itself, like, right? Dude, that's
0: what I'm like, but look
1: at the movies. Yeah, like, yeah.
0: And I'm like, dude, my thing is this, you could say he's hard to work with, which he may be, but he's worked with he has a lot of regulars. Yeah. And
1: I'm like, dude, you don't get regulars if you're that difficult to yeah. work with. Just like Soderbergh, we were talking about it like last week or the week before about he
0: got a ton of regulars.
1: Yeah. And even early on, like Louise Guzman, yeah. who is actually a great actor. He's a great actor. <laughs> even guest starred on community, one mm-hmm. of my favorite shows. There you go. <laughs>
0: Guzman was, uh, he was messing with PTA and Soderbergh a lot yeah. back then. Was... And,
1: and now Tim Burton with the Wednesday yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. So he he's Gomez.
0: Dude, he's had a nice little career. Yeah, yeah. Nice. He's done movies with a lot of good directors. I mean, he's worked Brian Palmer a few times. Like, wow. He's he's up there. Yeah. All right, guys. So, yeah, you know sorry, you know how the yeah. cutting room floor goes. So yeah. let's talk about Soderbergh. So I guess yes. we'll go in
1: order so we can start with the Limey. Actually, Out of Sight came out first. We did it? Yeah, the Limey came out in 99.
0: Oh, I thought the Limey was 98.
1: No, 98 was out was, uh, of sight. I thought, the,
0: oh, yeah. Oh, I'm tripping. Sorry, so,
1: guys. so he made Out of Sight and then the Limey. They were
0: like back to back, though. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah.
1: Because I think he filmed the Limey in 98. Yeah. If had, you read that article I sent yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. So he filmed it. Right. it. It, was, it was like a nine month period. That's
0: insane. Yeah. That's insane.
1: From from when it's like, we want to do this movie till he handed it in. And that was in 98. Cause he wrote, yeah. he
0: he writes all his own stuff, right?
1: No, I other people write it. Like Scott Frank wrote "Out of Sight," Lem Dobbs wrote uh, wrote "The Limey. but a lot of times he he I'm edits sure he himself does some, some... and does the cinematography or like co edits. Okay, so, so like it, he, he all is, is really hands on.
0: Films have a very distinct, similar style to him. Yes, I was like that's why I felt like he probably wrote them. But I was like, damn, and, that's kind of crazy.
1: And the thing about these three films is, I think. Ocean's Eleven is the most linear yeah, as far as like, sure. you know, from start to finish, mm-hmm. even though they have some flashbacks, whereas Out of Sight and the Limey, it's like, you're like tripping oh, balls. you're going
0: back and forth, though, <laughs> yeah. especially
1: the Limey. Yeah. The Limey's running and,
0: back and forth crazy. And,
1: and, yeah. and I love that, though.
0: Mm-hmm. No, it's it's very distinct to his style because there's yeah. a lot of directors who like to play with time. Christopher Nolan being yeah, the, oh, yeah. probably the, the, the main and, example. Uh,
1: in the nineties you had Tarantino. Tarantino. With oh fiction. yeah.
0: I'm like Tarantino yeah. likes to play with time, Christopher Nolan. Yeah, uh, going over to France, Gaspar Noe, he likes to play with time. Um, you know, there's some directors who definitely like to to jump around, and he is definitely one of them. But I think his is it's used perfectly. He doesn't yeah. do it, he doesn't overdo it. Like some people would be like, okay, Nolan overdoes it. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that, but a lot of people do so what did you think of out of sight because i i'm i'm curious so out of sight you know i've seen it a few times yeah i absolutely love out of sight out of sight is one of my favorite 90s movies and it's just a shame it didn't come out in 99 Mm -hmm. so it could be lumped in in the great year Yeah, another great piece to add to the year yeah Uh, out of sight is incredible i thought um I thought Soderbergh got a whole lot out of Jennifer Lopez.
1: Oh, yeah. He, I feel like he jump started her acting career. I really
0: think he did. He, I think that was honestly like everyone has their favorite JLo movie and most yeah. people wouldn't say out of sight, but that's going to be my answer. Oh, yeah. You're asking me. And I think honestly, even though she commands the scream far more in most of her other movies, I think this is her best performance. Yeah. Um, it's a nice, subdued performance. Yeah. That still feels very authentic
1: because she's in control. Her character is in control yes. of the situation, even if it seems like she, she isn't. She isn't. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How,
0: I loved it, and she she played that up well. Was she? Is there t- more talented people he could have got for this role? Of course, but he got someone with the with the right look because obviously J-, J-, J Lo was pretty, and everyone loved, J- especially back then. That oh was yeah. Like, Everyone loved J Lo. I mean, J Lo kind of started the big booty craze. Yeah, you know? she, she did. Really actually, did. Yeah. She started the big without booty her craze.
1: would would the Kardashians would have the, yo, she <laughs> have did, surgery. Did, the
0: Kardashians <laughs> need to be sending J Lo thank you cards. Yeah. every year. So yeah, you know she was obviously. I'm sure her status in the world was. A big reason he wanted to cast her because, obviously, hey, J-Lo's in my movie. People will go see it. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean,
1: she was bigger than Clooney at that time. Actually, yeah, because it was a year after uh, Batman and Batman Robin. Batman and Robin, yeah. The, the Clooney, failure yeah, of Batman failure. and Robin. So, Clooney was yeah. like,
0: I need some hits. You yeah, know, I need yeah. A, I need a string of hits. I, I got to erase this a little bit. Because um, like, uh, up to then, like what was his biggest hit? From Dust? Till Dawn, maybe?
1: Maybe. Or after Batman and Robin Peacemaker with Nicole Kidman came out. But I don't know if I that never even saw that. Yeah, exactly. I love Nicole Kidman, but
0: I never it, even saw that. Yeah,
1: movie. it looked kind of terrible.
0: I'm like, I feel yeah. like I never even so
1: Yeah, I so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna judge it, but it looked bad. And after Batman and Robin, I think people were like there was a... I hate to say there was like a stench on him, but like yeah. and it wasn't his fault his he was fault. he was a capable
0: Batman. Oh, he was.
1: I mean, think about what the it's 90s a great Bruce. He was mm-hmm. and what the 90s did to Batman is exactly what J Lo did an out of sight. She dumped Michael Keaton for George Clooney. She really did. Literally Yo, that's in that film. crazy. Yeah. Yo. Because Michael Keaton is her boyfriend at the I beginning of the even film. I didn't
0: think about that. Yeah, he is, but I never yeah. thought about that. Speaking of Michael Keaton, back then, and, and
1: plus another film that they're in recently, The Flash. The Flash. <laughs> oh my God! They dumped Michael Keaton again for George Clooney. George, George George and
0: Michael are probably, like, you know what? I mean, George is the younger, better-looking Michael Keaton, essentially. Bro. Basically, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's that's really yeah. what he is. Like, so, so we're still doing it, like 20 years. Yeah, later they're like we ain't forgot. <laughs> that's freaking hilarious. Yeah, but um. I, I would have to say, like Clooney was definitely kind of on the ropes career-wise. Not yeah. on the ropes, but he definitely he definitely lost the round.
1: Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and you know, I think that made his performance better mm-hmm. because he had nothing to lose. had yeah, nothing to lose. And I think he said, "This hero
0: thing didn't work out. Let me try the villain because yeah. Clooney is a criminal in like his next four movies after <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, he's and in he, jail, getting out of jail, he's going great. to jail."
1: He's great at it. Yeah, he is is because he is. uh, Have you ever seen the original Ocean's Eleven from the sixties? Yeah, yeah. Oh, terrible fan. I was like not a big fan. Like if 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 Dean Martin would have sang "Kick in the Head" one more time, I would have jumped into the TV and kicked him in the head. He sang (laughs) "Kick in the the Head" like five times. Good in it, though. That's great. Got a good cast. Even Caesar Romero, yeah, like the sixties Joker. Mm -hmm. Like you know, all these people are great. Like, but. It's just like they're all—I don't know if they're drunk or high the whole they time. They might have been, you know, they yeah. were drinking a lot back yeah, then. Yeah, and just gambling, gambling, drinking. Yeah. Ice, hustling. But he took like that kind of uh, '50s, '60s like gangster smoothness. Smoothness, say. yes. And and Jack Foley in Out of Sight, I think, was the first time you saw like that Danny Ocean mm-hmm. coming mm-hmm. out, yes. and that he was able to do yes. it.
0: Facts, Yeah. And- because, like, dude, he's essentially, George Clooney is essentially the James Bond of criminals. You dude, know he, what I mean? He
1: would make a great James he Bond. He would have made a
0: great Bond. Yeah. Oh, Clooney, like, in, like, his mid-40s, late Yeah, like, like oh this era, God. like, the yeah, late like, 90s, early 2000s. right now he's a little bit too old, but I'd yeah. say even, like, 2007, Clooney. Yeah, been he could have. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, man. you right. If they would have got him instead of Daniel Craig. Yeah. Like, when they did Casino Royale. Right? Oh, like, my God. hell, like.
1: But what he would have, have had to that? have an American accent, and I wouldn't have cared.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't you care, bro. You know know be mean? I like, well, mean, I like, I can't picture Clooney doing a British accent. No, no, <laughs> I can't picture it.
1: And the crazy thing is, like, I was watching this film again for for this for this talk we're having, and I couldn't help but think if, like, maybe forty years earlier, or even fifty years earlier. I, I thought of like the cast from Notorious could have been Ooh. in it. Oh my god! It could god, have been directed yeah. by Hitchcock. Totally, yo, you yeah. could have. Had,
0: you could have had Hitchcock. You, Grant. Yo, Cary Grant. Carry Grant and Ingrid. Yeah. Oh my god! And it would have been incredible. Would have been, ins- dude. Yeah, I don't know who would
1: have played Buddy because Ving Rhames is incredible. Dude, as Buddy. He is like, yeah.
0: Would we have uh, Hitchcock? Hitchcock. He wouldn't have got a black, dude. No, he wouldn't. Hitchcock, unfortunately, I gotta, get, I gotta get a white
1: dude. Yeah, unfortunately, he could have had like, uh, believe it or not. An actor at the time that could have been a good buddy would have been uh, Lon Chaney Jr., who played uh, like the Wolfman.
0: Oh! Bel- mm,
1: believe it or not, because he, yeah. in, in later films, in like My Favorite Brunette with Bob Hope, he played kind of like, I hate to say it, like a dummy. But but he played like a big oaf. Yeah, you, and and even though Buddy in Out of Sight isn't a dummy, like, he's, yeah, he's, he's he's he could have played that lovable, lovable oaf. Yeah,
0: he's the lovable bear.
1: Yeah, like yeah, you yeah. You see him,
0: you're like, oh my god. But then you talk yeah. to him, you're like, this is the sweetest, nicest
1: guy. I've yeah, seen. yeah. How
0: long were you on the phone with your sister? Two yeah. hours. Along <laughs> yeah. with with the girl, <laughs> forty five minutes.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's like what? But you know that guilt. Yeah. And but. Then, oh
0: man it's, yeah Any,
1: anyway i'm sorry i kept thinking it could have been a hitchcock film it,
0: it could have it, it really could have especially yeah. that style because it is and a thriller Grant. in a way you yeah know what i'm saying and, um, and a love story it's a love story and a thriller in a way and yeah. that's right up hitchcock's alley yeah you know he definitely if hitchcock was alive when out of sight came out he would have been like I quite enjoy this film. Yeah, yeah. I like, cut the black dudes out. So yeah. all
1: right. <laughs> Sadly, but only because of when he yeah, was I'm around. Like, dude was born in the yeah, 1800s, yeah. dude. Yeah,
0: so. I, I can't get mad at that. Like, people are like, oh, Dom, you still like Jimmy Stewart, even though. I was like, dude was born in 1911 in rural Pennsylvania.
1: Yeah, what like, do you expect? What would you expect? Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm Look, like, people in the southern end here of PA still think yeah, bro, it's Yeah, bro. It's still Pennsylvania. It's still
0: PA. Yeah,
1: why are you waving a Confederate flag? Yeah. <laughs> like, my heritage. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, whatever, like, you know what is this the biggest loser?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, do whatever you want, but yeah, uh, so yeah, i out of sight is absolutely I think it's
1: phenomenal. It's yeah,
0: it's only a couple layers short of a perfect film. you know,
1: did you get that lighter yet? Cause didn't you want to get a lighter? So you can I do. Out. I need to get a Zippo so yeah. I can
0: figure out how to do it. I feel like my son Snap is your fingers your fingers and burn off from trying to do yeah. it. But I will figure it out. It's just pretty cool. Um, I do need to grab a Zippo. That'd be yeah. pretty sweet. <laughs> but um, out of sight, guys. Uh, you know, I feel like it's a lot. Of, it's a movie a lot of people haven't seen still.
1: Yeah, so probably not. We,
0: we can get into some of it, but let's not fully spoil it. Okay, but let's tell them the premise. So, so you got so. Go ahead. Well, the basic
1: bones of the story is uh, Clooney plays Jack Foley, who's a bank robber, a serial bank Cereal robber.
0: Serial bank robber. What they say? He robbed like 200? Yeah, 200 banks. banks or something. Yeah.
1: But he never uses a gun. Never. Never. So he ends up in jail and he breaks out when these other guys are breaking out and he ends up accidentally kidnapping a U.S. Marshal who was going to that jail. Uh, For for another reason, for like another inmate, Mm because she transports inmates all the time. And then, as they're in the trunk, and his friend Buddy, who we who we mentioned, Ving Rams is driving them away. They have a conversation, and there's kind of a spark between them. Uh huh.
0: Which is one of my favorite scenes in the whole. Well, we talk about about movies. Yeah, like we got to talk about this. (laughs) Yeah, we got to talk about this scene for just a second. Yeah. just like Jamie said there, uh, so Jennifer, Lo- or I oh, almost called Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lopez, <laughs> is, her character, she is, um, she's she's the one who transports the um, the inmates. She's, she's her dad's a cop. She's a cop. Is she's cop? Copism is her whole life. Yeah, that's right. He's a cop. He's yeah. a marshal. He's a marshal. He's yeah. a high up man. Yeah, yeah. Because um, he buys her that Sig Sawyer gun in that case, which comes in handy. Like yes, her, yes. You know? Really nice guns. But so Jennifer Lopez is there to pick up somebody, and like he said, Buddy Ben Raines' character, is he's getting, he's picking up George Clooney's character, and they end up getting into it with JLo lo and so they Buddy tells them both to get in the trunk, and while they're in there, a spark does happen, and Clooney, I mean, it's Clooney, man. I'm sorry, if your yeah. girlfriend's <laughs> in the trunk of Clooney, you should sweat. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you yes. should sweat. You yes. yes. He's smooth as ever, obviously yeah. super handsome dude he's just he's just got game he knows yeah. how yeah talk to her and he's
1: kind of yeah. like i hate to say it, like sweetly retarded but like yeah. in a way because he he doesn't quite know because she corrects him on a couple of things yeah and you see her like smiling uh
0: because she yes because she's, yes. like, like, she's like because she's like because you're, you're smart but you're not fully there yes you know some yes stuff, but you're not 100 percent there but yeah like, with a little polish you could be a very nice gem
1: yeah you know? yeah yeah
0: and they have a conversation. They talk about a couple films. They talk about one of the best actors of the 70s, Faye Dunaway. And they talk about Robert Redford, another great actor out there. Honestly, I think his best friend was in the 60s. But um, mm. another good one. And they talk about Bonnie and Clyde. And they talk about Network. And they talk about a bunch of I think good they, classic films. I think they even talk
1: about Three Days of the Condor. They, they do. They yes, do talk yes. about that in there. They yeah. do talk about
0: that in there. Yeah, um, yeah they talk about that and they even get into some plots and some things like that, and and they don't they mention how they always fall in love really quickly. Yeah, in, in films. films yeah. Yes, and me and you talk about
1: that all. Yeah, the time. yeah, they do, and 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 the irony is that they don't necessarily fall in love quickly, but they feel that that spark, that initial spark. Yeah,
0: like, mm, something about this dude. Something yeah, about this girl,
1: and and so the rest of the film, uh, in between flashbacks, is them trying to have a time out Mm -hmm. to kind of see where it would go without him being a criminal and her being a cop. Yeah, Yeah. basically.
0: Cause there's, um, cause there's a scene where she has like a fantasy. Oh yeah. She walks into his hotel and he's in the tub. Yes. And he pulls her in with all her clothes on. Yes. And she, you could tell she was like, Oh, Whoa, that was hot. Yeah, hot yeah. <laughs> She's like yeah. Jesus, why do I wake up? And
1: and, and you, you know that's the thing with the editing in this film like oh, it's beautiful. They they being Steven Soderbergh and I think um I forget I remember the name of the editor from the Limey. I forget who edited it Out of Sight. But they edit it in such a way that like you know, it's very sensual. Yes. It, like there's no nudity, there's, there's no fun. There's no real sex or anything. That's why but it's really sensual.
0: Hitchcockian too. Yeah, Hitchcock was a master of creating a sensual moment without showing you anything. Yeah, yeah. Now, that I'm like, you're you're pretty spot on with like, yeah. Would definitely make this film. And and how they
1: overlap like the dialogue and the scenes. So like, uh, I'm thinking of when when they finally uh, meet up in that bar, mm-hmm. and like Clooney walks up to her, but you see it through the glass. I think we were talking about this. L- last week you see it through the glass and there's like snow uh-huh. and you see their reflections you see their reflections and it's, it's like so perfect
0: perfect it's beautiful yeah it's so clean because i, I want i have this on blu-ray ah. and so watching it on blu-ray and hd oh it just dude it's like a mirror of perfection it's yeah it's such a beautiful shot and the gaze they give each other yeah it's like you can that, tell they they had chemistry for yeah me. they did you can
1: you can feel whatever if they Honestly, like, because you know, they actors got
0: done shooting them scenes. We're like, "Whoo, let me go to my trailer." Yeah, like, you yeah, know what I'm saying? I yeah. Calm down,
1: because like they they go to the room, but it's overlapped with them talking at the at, at the bar, and it's just so incredible because she had just um
0: turned away, turned away like them like, like three
1: other guys uh, who wanted to buy her a drink, and when he comes up, like, "Can I buy you a drink?" She's like, "I'd love to." Yep, <laughs> because and it's him coats. Envy Coates was the editor. Editor, mm-hmm. amazing, and, yeah. and and we also have to mention along with the editing, the direction, Dude, the music, the David music Holmes
0: fits every scene. Oh my so god, perfectly, and, and it's
1: almost like God. It, this is going to sound awful. It almost seems like the way it's done, like a a black exploitation film. It,
0: it is, no, and, it and is, it is, incredible the scenes with Don Cheadle. Yes, and, you know, yes, yeah. Very black exploitative, like but but like in a good way. Oh, in a good way. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, I mean, even I don't think black exploitation films are offensive at all i think they're
1: some of the they best were independent great. films yeah, of all time they were,
0: and i think they were great for black people just because yeah they were being represented and they know? did so it's much like, with no budget with no budget yeah and it's like even though a lot of times they were in criminal situations they were still heroes in these situations yeah. you know they were still people who wanted to do the yeah. right thing and so it it's just it the black exploitation films to me were just they weren't anything different than films about white people they just showed a grittier side of underrepresented yeah. people at that time period.
1: Yeah, because, like, Shaft was written by Ernest Tidyman, the same guy who did The French Connection. Mm-hmm, which just, is great. Yeah, you know? so, like, you know, it's just, yeah, like you said, just like the flip side, because mm-hmm. you didn't see it at that time. Yeah. It was, and, like Well, like, Sweet Sweetback's Badass Song and Shaft were, like, the first two, really. Yeah, the first really. two, yeah. And, yeah.
0: Like, I, and, like, I respect Sweet Sweetback so much, like, I don't think it's a great film, but I respect it because it really did blow up that genre, and like yeah. it was that film set the foundation for what a black exploitation film is. Yeah, that's, that movie's made by a black
1: dude. Yeah, Melvin Van Melvin Melvin Peebles. Van Peebles. He yeah. did
0: everything: wrote, directed, yeah. starred, in, edited everything. I'm like, gotta love it. But yeah, yeah, it does have um, it does have a black exploitation vibe to it, and like you said, especially with the score. Yeah, and really with the Don Cheadle scenes. Um, who is incredible. Yeah, in this film, like honestly. Dude, talking about this, I just I wanna
1: watch it, dude. I'm like, dude, yeah, I just and, watched it, I wanna watch it again. And and if you think about it, it's one of those rare and this might be why it was a box office bomb, really. But it's one of those rare, like kind of big budget films where it's just Clooney and no one had ever really heard of Steve Zahn. Yeah, no yeah, one so, yeah, that was yeah, was that it
0: had to be one so, of his first, second, third films, man.
1: Everyone else is like ethnic, mm-hmm. you know Jennifer Lopez, yep. Don Cheadle, Don Cheadle. Ving Andrew, Vin Rams, yeah. yeah. Everyone else. Oh, I, I, Albert Brooks was in it though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but but
0: he, but he was he wasn't like a main. Yeah, it was, he's more of a guest. Star. He was a guest star. Yeah, yeah.
1: So it's like, damn,
0: I the, the main. That.
1: The main people. There's really just Clooney. Yeah, and, as as the white guy, because you're gonna have mainstream tan. films. You know,
0: Clooney could definitely play yeah. a Cuban. He could if Al Pacino could play a Cuban. So yeah, Clooney. Yeah. He, but, yeah, but and,
1: and that could point. be why but i think that adds to it because it shows good look louise guzman even though yeah. he's only in it for a few minutes god his character is so, so good so in funny, that movie dude, yeah he's so funny but but i think it shows a better cross-section of america than any other yeah it, like, exactly how it was,
0: especially in the criminal side of things yeah yeah because you know, like in jail bro white guys are the minority in jail yeah so yeah it's like that was very accurate and it and Soderbergh pulls it off so cleanly and seamlessly. I never even thought about like how ethnic the cast actually yeah, is. I, I, like, I didn't until we just started talking yeah, about I'm it. Like, all the white people in this movie play the more minimal roles outside of Clooney. Yeah. Steve Zahn, like, he was probably the most important, but like Kathleen Keener, she's in it for, what, 15 total minutes? Yeah, maybe? and
1: even Dennis Frino, like J-Lo's dad, in the film
0: he's in it maybe 10 15 total minutes if that, if yeah. that yeah michael right. keaton
1: just has a cameo. cameo yeah yeah you see him
0: once you're like wow it's michael keaton dude. yeah <laughs> you know? yeah which he was in a black exploitation film that came out the year before that jackie brown
1: yeah and i think he might have played the same character in both films i believe he did played a cop but right. i think it was literally the same yeah, character
0: it, it had to be yeah they even dressed the same yeah, yeah i think that's why <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, because it might have so, been the same producers. Yeah, Soderbergh Jersey was films. definitely
0: watching. He was like, "Yeah, yeah Jackie Brown's pretty good." <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it's I don't know, wow. I did not even think about
1: with how diverse the cast is, and they could have put people off, and I hate to say, it but better. it was ninety eight. Ninety
0: eight.
1: Yeah, but it. I think it just enhances the film because. Look at where like Clooney went after it, oh J-Lo God. went after it, oh uh, Don Cheadle. All of them. Even Isaiah Washington, who played Don Cheadle's buddy. Yeah, he Don played Cheadle's a lot of buddy. good roles. Yeah. He played a lot of good roles. He was in man. Romeo Must Romeo Die. Romeo Must Die. He's that. That's asshole. some cold uh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I assume uh, when he said it, a snowman took a dunk. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> i assume right that's the only thing dude, that
0: <laughs> dude i i felt like i was the only person who liked that movie oh longest. aaliyah is horrible in it, right? it the, the whole movie is terrible it, but Even, it's, it's isn't so jet lee though. like is it jet so, lee yeah, he's terrible he's terrible yeah but the action is great yeah yeah and it was a cool urban, like, black-Asian yeah. story. You don't get that <laughs> often. How often yeah. do you see, like, uh, the, a the black only,
1: girl and an Asian guy in a movie? The, you know what I mean? The, the only time you've seen that before is the remake of The Karate Kid. With, yeah. With uh, uh,
0: Jaden and, um, and uh, Jackie. Jackie Chan. Yeah.
1: And then, um, you know, the woman who played Jaden's mom, who's awesome, and I can't remember her name right now. I can't right remember now. her name. Either. That's terrible. But she's she was in Empire. And, yeah. And uh, – Date night. She played mm. a cop in Date Night. Incredible actress. Yeah,
0: she's she, she's good. She's yeah, really good. She's yeah. Funny. Um, that's but yeah, yeah. That's the only other time, that's the right? The time, yeah. And yeah. I guess like, I guess they were actually at the end of Romeo Must Die. I actually just heard this recently. I guess they were going to have them kiss, but what? they did originally shoot it, but I guess it didn't test well. Really? So they to cut it out. Yeah. But and if, that shows you how the times were then, too.
1: But if it's a Romeo and Juliet film... Yeah.
0: Shouldn't they kiss? Yeah. yeah. Well, then again, they should
1: have both died. Yeah, they should
0: die both of yeah, them. Yeah. yeah. Well. I do love that final fight scene in that movie where they're fighting in the, in the garden and... The fire and shit. It's been a
1: long time since I've seen it, but you know who loves that film? Sure. Yes, of oh, course. Of course. Of course. Like, I'm, I'm, him. I'm, I'm sure she
0: loves that <laughs> movie. Dude, I yes. watched it. Like, you got to think about it. When it came out, that was 2000. Yeah. Like, my mom took me to see it in theaters. Wow. So I was like nine. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. And a, not For a nine year old kid, it was awesome. Yeah, I yeah. I watched it so much. Like when it came out on DVD, we bought that shit. I watched yeah. it so much. Because, like, around then, I was watching a lot of, like, action films like that like because the matrix influence was so heavy oh Back yes then. yeah so i was watching a yes. bunch of them yeah. early 2000s action films all the time so yeah. god you're right
1: the matrix did
0: that influence was so heavy yeah it's like four or five like years. swordfish yeah yeah swordfish was awesome yeah Halle berry oh yes yeah i was like whoa yeah. I think everybody was <laughs> yeah it was the first time it was before monster yeah Ball. man I'm yeah like, yeah she, she pulled that book down i was like Okay. Yeah, huh? Um, yeah. yeah. But yeah, that that was a good one too, like that. Yeah. And that movie did terrible too, but that was another one. Don yeah. in
1: that too, right? I think he might yeah, have been. Don yeah, because it was John Travolta, Travolta Hugh, Jackman, Hugh Jackman, right after X-Men. Yeah, I'm like, it was a... Yeah.
0: That's one of the movies I think people should go back and revisit, and they'll probably like a lot more than they did when they saw it.
1: Because those... Um, those Matrix, like, camera angles, I think, are in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the way that they did, like, the 360. The 360, that thing, was... The, yeah. that,
0: everyone was doing that. Yeah. That was the thing. It, they were either copying it or parodying it, you
1: know? Well, I think... Um, I don't know if the director, like, worked with them, the, the Wachowski mm-hmm. sisters, sisters now. <laughs> uh, or, like... You, you know, th- there was something, I think, similar, or they produced maybe Swordfish or something. Mm-hmm. So there was something similar there. And the guy who directed... V for Vendetta, oh, I believe, God, also I worked with them. Okay, I love yeah, because I think they produced V for Vendetta. That movie, if I'm not mistaken, great. Yeah,
0: I can watch that movie anytime. Remember, remember, remember point, the fifth of November. The Fifth of November, man, dude. I, there was a point where I was like, I watched that movie. I think once a week for like a straight month. I was like, dude, I'm. Not, I can't watch V for Vendetta anymore. You know,
1: that's a comic it. book movie. Yeah, yeah. You know I've who wrote that, the comic?
0: Was it Frank Mills? No. Who was it?
1: Think of any other comic book writer. Other than Frank Miller, that you might guess. Who wrote it? I don't know. Alan Moore. Alan Moore wrote. Okay. The guy yeah, who did Watchmen. Did Watchmen, yeah. And he sure. also wrote League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, the comic. I never read it. That, that became comic. a really terrible yeah, movie. That I was like,
0: all I yeah. know from that movie is the Sean Connery. Uh,
1: that yeah. Was not I'm the sexiest sh- <laughs> Alan Quarterman alive. And you're like, no. No, you're not. Cause I was like, uh, I think, I think uh, Richard Chamberlain played him in the 80s. You're not the sexiest. <laughs> Alan Alan
0: that, that film was mm. yeah, but anywho, guys. Yeah, sorry, so, sorry, you know, sorry, cutting room stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah back to out of sight. Yeah, so out of sight. Um, one of the one of the outside the well, the cast is really it, incredible. I think the heart, like, and soul of the film without yeah. this cast and
1: the chemistry between everybody,
0: everyone, everyone had great chemistry. Yeah, Don Cheadle, George other Bing Rhames. Their little rivalry yeah. was yeah. great. You know, especially when they're in the house at the end. Oh my God! Oh, watch Foley, man watch Foley. Oh, yeah. He's and talking yo, to White, Foley, Boy yeah, White Boy Bob. White Boy Bob. What an idiot. What an idiot. Oh, my that's, God. That's one of his...
1: Yeah. That's
0: probably the dumbest
1: character in a Soderbergh movie. Yes. Yes. He was...
0: He said, dude, look at the stakes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and it's like... And, and even they look at him like, They're what the... They're
0: like, stuff? really? you went right in the fridge. You were supposed to be looking for Foley. Yeah. <laughs> but, dude, Isaiah Washington played a creepy character in there.
1: He he was. The way
0: he was with the women and stuff. I was yeah, like, oh, bro. oh, dude, oh, oh,
1: my God. Viola Davis, is yeah. oh yeah, yeah. totally Viola. <laughs> right. yo, she because play, she played his play sister. His sister, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Snoopy's she, wife, Snoopy's wife. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah. Uh,
0: I don't know where he's at. Yeah, he's yeah. Showing, I was like, oh my god, it's Viola Davis. Dude, I'm like, yo, when I was watching that
1: again, I was like, dude, so legend.
0: many. She has what a career she's
1: made. Yeah, and look, Sam Jackson at the end. Oh, yo, little dude. cameo. Yeah, yeah he like, comes. All everyone. Loving. He's gold in that little two minutes he's there. Oh my God. How many
0: times you escaped from prison? Yeah. It's like, oh, oh my, my God.
1: God. Like everyone, this film, it honestly may be perfect. It's dude. I'm like, it's it's hard to say. It's th- not. Think about how it starts. It starts with like him like taking off his tie and throwing it down on the ground, mm-hmm. right? And then you find out what happened. What happens later, yeah. and why he did that. And yeah. you're like,
0: you know what? I would have did the same damn thing. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly.
1: Because he's getting fucked over. He fucked
0: by this yeah. guy, and I'm like, I saved your fucking life. Dude. Yes, you probably would have died in that bitch. Yeah, or came out an entirely different person, bro. <laughs> you know? Yes, so yes, he would have gotten it in the end. He definitely would have gotten it in the end. Yes, if yes. that's what you know, for lack of better phrases. Yeah.
1: um, yeah, he was f that dude, but yeah. um, and and you know what? He robs that bank in the beginning. And he is—he's smooth about it. So smooth, yeah, and dude. He
0: does. If his freaking car would have started, he would have got away. I'm yeah, like his car. yeah.
1: I'm like, next time, leave the motor running, bro. I'm like, <laughs> I think, uh, I think it was a stick shift, and he, and he, you know, the cop says, I think you flooded it, and mm-hmm. I believe that's what happened. That is definitely
0: what he did. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's
1: like, oh my god, like as a fan of driving stick, I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. You know, I drive stick. Yeah, so I'm like, bro, uh, uh, I know it's. Yeah. I was driving sick, you know, pretty much my whole driving
1: career. So. But, but it was a piece of shit. Carl. It was a P.O.S. <laughs> of so, yeah. I mean,
0: that thing wasn't yeah. But, yeah, it's, I would say, because I don't, I know this isn't a very well-known film. And, like, and if you're watching this, you've seen it, then you know. But if you haven't seen it, yeah, I I I recommend this movie times 20. It's the style, the way he plays with time, the way everything yeah. connects. If you're an oceans fan, this movie will help you understand how Soderbergh got to where he got when it was time to do Oceans. Yeah,
1: because and and I think we might end up cross referencing cross referencing it more when we talk about. Oh, we're
0: definitely are. Yeah, I mean, Jack Foley and Danny Ocean aren't that different. No, they're
1: pretty much they're the, the same
0: same dude. guy with a different name. Yeah, because Oceans
1: Eleven f- almost felt like a sequel. Yes,
0: it does. And yeah, I would just say Danny Ocean is smarter and higher scale than Jack. Yes. Foley. Yes,
1: and he has. If only Ving rains would have been in Ocean's Eleven. Dude,
0: he, they should have. But like, He no, might have no, been doing Mission Impossible. He, he probably was.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was. No knock to Bernie Mac, but they could
0: have definitely yeah. threw Ving Rains in there.
1: And, and I would have loved I it. I would
0: have loved it. Yeah. And, and that would have been a nice little different role for him because it would have yeah. been a little more comedic.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Don Cheadle. And, uh, we'll, we'll get yeah, to yeah, we will. We will so, get to Ocean's.
1: So an, an even lesser known film is probably The Liming. Yeah. Believe it or not.
0: Yeah. We got a grade. Oh, we have to grade, sight. yes. Out of Before sight. Before we move on. So, guys, I'm going to say this. Out of sight, the direction, 10 out of 10. Yeah. The writing, 10 out of 10. Characters acting chemistry, probably an 11 out of 10. <laughs> because yeah, that yeah. they the chemistry between the characters. It oozes like, off the screen. It, it does. Like, even yeah. Vin even Raines and George Clooney. They feel like brothers they feel like adopted brothers too. <laughs> yes. They feel well, like, like they've been
1: friends their like whole life. Their whole life. That's why they yeah. feel like
0: they've known each other since they were in middle school, elementary yeah. school. Like they feel like dudes that they know what each other's thinking. Like if they
1: only just met on the set of that dude, film, I would be insane, shocked. Insane. Insane. I,
0: I would say their level of chemistry was Danny Glover, Mel Gibson level. Oh like, yeah, yeah. They were that level, their chemistry. They were great. Yeah. I was like, if they want to just make a, a movie with these two in it the entire time, I watch it. Let's yeah. It, it was God, great. I would have too. Man. Yeah. So, if for no reason to watch Out of Sight, even if you don't like so, crime movies, just for the characters.
1: So you give it like a thirty-one out of a thirty. I would give it a thirty-one <laughs> out of a thirty. I so sounds like an A plus. Right? I would give
0: Out of Sight an A plus. Yeah. And that, and I know most people and critics wouldn't give it a score
1: that high. It won a lot of awards, it did. just not like it Academy it awards. Yeah, it
0: just didn't make like it, critics it make awards and stuff. Money,
1: you know? Yeah. But so that's why I'm
0: like it's 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 incredible i i love it it's it's fun it's funny it's got a cool romance story in it that doesn't overpower what's actually happening yeah there's enough twists and turns in it to keep you guessing and to keep you like ah yeah and i mean honestly it paces perfectly
1: yeah and and even though there's like a lot of flashbacks it works because it fills in the gaps in the story if you have any questions and then there's like sobering moments too that ground you like with um studs uh glenn michaels steve zahn's character he's hilarious like because he's kind of immature and and goofy until something happens to sober him up and then almost the the whole tone of the film changes after that
0: it does yeah yeah but
1: because you're kind of like with him and then Suddenly you're like, oh shit! You're
0: like, dude, I kind of feel this man. Cause yeah. Because you're like, this guy's an idiot, but then you kind of start feeling bad for him, like, yeah. After you see what's going on with him, it's um, yeah, it's great. So wait, so I pulled this up. So Out of Sight has a 94 on Rotten Tomatoes. Really? Yeah. Wow. A seven on IMDb, which is good. Let me see what it's got on Box real quick. Wow. Um, it's dude, I'm like, it's it's insane. On Letterbox is a three point seven out of five. So that's, wow, it's that's a pretty good score. Those are some pretty good scores. Yeah, across the board, those are all above average scores for sure. So it's like the people who've seen it know. Yeah, you know, it's just I feel like yeah. one's seen it like right here the Letterbox image like that gaze. Oh my insane. god, yeah, yeah, because that's that scene. That's the scene, dude. Yeah, even they know here, and the snow's coming down. Yeah, I'm gonna edit. I'm gonna definitely. This is a reminder. Edit in a photo of this so <laughs> yeah, you all can see it. So my final yeah. score, I'm gonna go A plus. What are you giving
1: it? Yeah, I have to give it an A plus just it's, because. Ever since I first saw this film, I've just loved it. Yeah. Ever since that opening scene, it's mm-hmm. like you get hooked. Yeah. Because the music is perfect. The uh, the way it kind of like stops, like the way he uses like freeze frames.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Are actually like potent.
0: His editing. You wanted to tussle,
1: we tussled. Yep. And it's, yeah, it's just perfect.
0: His editing is A1, yeah. M- bro. A1.
1: And and he continued that trend with the Limey.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the editing in the Limey is actually it might be a little bit sharper than Out of Sight just yeah. because I think he plays with the
1: time narrative even more in this. Because he had to. Did you read that article? Yeah. Where like they did it linearly and people hated People hated it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm yeah. like there's some films like, <laughs> like what?
0: It's like if you watch pulp fiction in order it might feel weird. Yeah, you know, I think they, it would. It, it would. It'd be like, eh. yeah. Like, some films are meant to be like that. You know, like, if somebody was like, oh, watch Memento in order, I'd be like, no. Yeah, why? 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 Yeah. That whole appeal is the time. Yeah, you know, yeah. So, yeah. so, so the Limey, um, what was it, Terrence Stump?
1: Terrence Stamp. Stamp, sorry. Yes, Terrence no, Stamp. no, it's okay. If he was oh. an amputee, yeah. <laughs> he would be Terrence Stump. He would be. But I, I don't think he is yet. So he's still alive. I believe he he has to be. Yeah, he's probably he like, has to be because he's because he's been around a long time because he was Zod in Superman the movie oh, and Superman yeah, 2. Yeah, he was. So um, so Neil before Stamp Stump. Yeah. So <laughs> you yeah.
0: got Terrence Stamp, Louise Guzman. um Who else is in this thing?
1: Uh, uh Leslie Ann Warren.
0: Yep. Peter Fonda. Oh yeah. You're, uh, yeah. My my my, my girl's your, brother.
1: Yeah. Your future brother-in-law. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's gone, but.
0: He, I'm still going to say he is in spirit. Yes, know. yes. Oh, you know, I got to make this happen quick before I'm. Oh,
1: yeah, me. he's 85. Damn. Yeah, he, he.
0: Him and Jane found are the same. God, age. he looks
1: terrible right now. <laughs> oh, my God. He looks like the Crypt keeper. He kind of <laughs> does. Oh, my God. But then again, like, think about it. So he's 85, so he was like he 60. Was like 60 yeah, but, was but he was like, looking he was rough, looking for, rough 60. for 60. Yeah. But. But he's hard. like a British 60. He is. He is a British Yeah, yeah. dude. But he'll live. So. This dude
0: will live to be 103. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And
1: just look more like the Crip Keeper. Yeah, dude.
0: Like, look at Michael kane Michael Caine's looked wow. old forever. He has yeah. Yeah, like, right. Michael Caine's looked ever old since like was, like 30. Ever since, like, Blame It On Rhea. Yeah. Like, he's always <laughs> and old. And Jaws
1: 4. Jaws well, Revenge. Jaws The of Revenge. Yeah. Revenge.
0: Right. Yeah. No, like, oh. he is in that.
1: He is. Oh my god. I Michael K. Sir Michael Caine. Uh, yeah, sir. Yeah. My god.
0: <laughs> I love him, bro. Yeah. Him. Makes me sick he's not an Oppenheimer, but I guess there was no room for a Brit. But uh Yeah, probably man, not. Yeah, yeah. Like I know uh he was like, "Chris, bro, what's yeah. good?" He's you don't like, do accents. He's buddy. like, "Listen, bro, unless you are going to pull out the American." Yeah. He's like, "I refuse." You yeah, know, right. he's like, "I he ain't going to do it." You know, he go play Austin Powers' dad again, but oh, that's right, he yeah, did. Isn't that funny, dude? Yeah, Nigel Powers, just um, like
1: John Lithgow played Fat Amy's dad in the its Perfect movie. H- Perfect, yeah, yeah. Random, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <So>.
0: <laughs> Rebel Wilson's funny as hell. Bro. Yeah. Um, anyway, sorry, I yeah, apologize. Anyways, yeah. yeah. So, 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 <laughs> so the
1: limey. The, the, what did you think of the limey? Because so you've never seen it before. Yeah, I
0: never seen this my first time. I thought the limey was good. It's not one of his best pictures. But I thought it was good, especially for an early film from him. I yeah. thought the screenplay was very
1: well written, and, um, and once again, the music and even like when it starts up with "The Seeker" by the Who. Yeah, oh, as soon awesome. as he like steps off the plane or whatever, and is like, because you you know he's seeking something. Yes, I mean literally, but it's uh yeah, it's just incredible. What I really liked about um, this
0: film, though, is. The element of mystery around the lead. You know, yeah. You, you learn stuff Wilson. about him as it goes. Yeah, you yeah. learn stuff about him as it goes. But even by the end, he's still super mysterious. You're still like, yeah, there's so much more I would like to know about this character. Yeah. Um, he says, Obviously, we know he was a hardened criminal. Yes. He talks about a couple of his stints in jail. Yeah, um, and he obviously doesn't um, mind killing. He has no problems killing. No, him. no. Uh, especially you know, the scene where he goes to the, the oh, warehouse. Oh, oh, oh my God. God. That's, yeah.
1: That's one of the best scenes. And, but Yeah. Fucko. Yeah. <laughs> that like Jack Dante from mm, clerks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that dude looked like, right? That <laughs> <laughs> he did. He did. Like him. That's funny. Yeah. So, and I was like, what? I just watched
0: clerks three the other day. Oh and, my God. So yeah. Bad. So, so, so good. Yeah. But I was like, that's funny. You say that. Cause like his yeah. face is fresh in my head. Yeah. So, um, but um, one thing I like right off the beginning, you see Luis Guzman and him and Terrence Stamp have a great chemistry in that so, and that's a they very do. unlikely pairing.
1: I I still I just love that scene where they meet where, you know, Terrence Stamp is like you know he's like Edward Rowe. And he's like Eduardo Roel, yeah. but, like he corrects him with the accent, yeah. and I'm like two guys with accents meeting, mispronouncing, yeah, like. And, it- yeah, it's but it's perfect. Yeah, yeah, and it like, works. That's how
0: it would be for a, a Brit and a Spanish guy, yeah. met, you know?
1: Yeah, and and he helps him because look, they buy the guns from those teenagers yep. at the playground, <laughs> right? Which is that's crazy. I was like,
0: dude, I was like, what? That's where you're going to like, go? Okay. Yeah, but like, I guess oh, in, that neighborhood, in that, neighborhood, that neighborhood, that's where. That's what I'm saying. In the hood, like, yeah, that, yeah. Mean, you, you go where you can get them. Um, and Louise, like, you can tell his character genuinely felt bad for him. Yeah, because and, he was friends he with was his friends daughter. With her, so. Know? So the whole time I'm thinking, Luis Guzman might be. I'm thinking he might be like have an ulterior motive, or he's yeah. like. But he's the guy
1: who wrote to him to tell him. Yeah,
0: he. But I was like, I wonder if there's like he's trying to set this guy up for something. Yeah, or I think something he just like thought that. he should know. Well, yeah, but then I'm like, no, he he's genuinely genuine. Just cares.
1: Yeah, know? yeah, because he was friends with Wilson's daughter, mm-hmm. who uh, Wilson's daughter dies mysteriously even though it's it doesn't seem mysterious but he thinks it's mysterious Luis Guzman's character uh, Eduardo Roel mm-hmm. and and Wilson thinks it also so we, once he gets out of jail he comes to the states to find out what happened to his daughter yeah. who he hasn't seen i assume in a long what, time how many years did it, they say Nine? Uh, well he said 9 but it could have been more than that cuz we don't know his last stint in his prison was, stint was just prison. 9 years yeah
0: yeah yeah
1: so well, we don't I'm, really I'm know I
0: guess from what it seemed like it seemed like cuz he, he was, probably saw her right before I'm sure he saw her yeah. right now, recently before he went to jail.
1: Yeah, maybe. From
0: um, what I'm thinking. He's in all those flashbacks where they show her on the phone yeah. pretending to call the cops. It seemed like she was getting a little older yeah. as they were showing some more so I'm like yeah. so I'm like it could be it could be more than 9 years but if it is more I, I wouldn't I'd probably say no more than one or two. Yeah. So maybe 10, uh, 10, 11 years, maybe 12. Yeah. But I mean, that is a long time. I mean, because his daughter, how old is she supposed to be, did they ever say?
1: No, they never do. But she's easily like maybe 25. If that, maybe like 30 20. at the most. At the most. She, at the most. At the most. So if she's... Because we I don't think think she's really know... To be 20s, man. But we don't even really know when she died. Yeah, yeah. But like during his stint in jail. It's just we know sometime when he was in jail, she died.
0: Yeah, because it could have... I feel like it probably happened more recently than not. Yeah. Because everything still seemed pretty fresh. Everyone still remembered everything. And, like, everything felt fresh. So I'm going to say, I would say probably no more than three to six months, maybe. Maybe. All right. Because everything, because, like, even Louise Guzman's character, he still seemed, like, yeah, he torn was torn up about it. Yeah. Him. Everyone, like even Peter Fonda's character, he still loved her. Yeah, because he had that, and, and her he had, picture. Yeah. I'm yeah, like, yeah. Man, it still seemed fresh to him. Like, he had his new girl or
1: whatever, but
0: that was a placeholder, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, he was still thinking about her. It was a rebound. It was a rebound, bro. Yeah. He was definitely on his Dennis Rodman, so.
1: And, and you know, like, uh, I think you're right about Guzman's character because think about when they went to that party at uh, – Oh, Valentine's that's house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. one of the best parts. When yeah. he
0: throws the dude off. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah he headbutts him of the and like, throws him over the
0: rail. That was one of the best parts. Yeah. Like, oh, how did it happen? <laughs> like, that's yeah. funny. But anyway, go
1: on. Oh, yeah, because it's like, you know, they're they're both standing on that uh, outside terrace, and Terrence Stamp- Wilson is looking over, and he's like, what are we standing on? And, and Guzman's like, trust. Trust, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's like, Wow. But I think it was more like, even though he said that about, you know, where they were at that time, I think it was their relationship, too. Mm-hmm. Like, because they, they trusted they each, trust each other inherently because they both loved someone who was gone and wanted to know what happened they to They both them. wanted to know. Yeah. And
0: and it was cool because there it, it was no romance. You got her dad and a genuine friend. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, this yeah. Is like, this is, we just want to know. Yeah. You know, there wasn't no all. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, you're right. It wasn't a romantic film at no, all. It wasn't. Like nothing. there's
0: no this film doesn't have a romance in it like Out of Sight did yeah. or even Ocean's 11, which we'll yeah. get to later. Yeah. Um, Cuz I mean, romance is actually a big part of Ocean's is about the yeah. relationship between Julia and Brad or yeah. no, Brad um uh uh George. George, yeah. because. She's yeah, the Tasson centerpiece Adani. of the f- film. She's yeah. the centerpiece of the rivalry between. He's the reason He's he the wants the reason to do he everything. He wants to do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's we'll get we'll get there. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, their both of their care for this girl was genuine. You know, it was yeah. real, real emotions because you know when love's involved, love makes people act and think irrationally. Yeah. And but romantic love which yeah. is what I mean. Because obviously there was love there, but when you love someone genuinely, just you always think more critically. So I think that's what helped both of them in getting to the bottom of certain things. They found stuff out rather quickly. Oh
1: yeah, and and think about uh, Nikki Katz's character, uh, Stacy, that hitman.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, he was
1: incredible. He was incredible, incredible. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when they're when they're staking out that like set, uh-huh. and he's just like trashing he's everybody. Trashing
0: everybody. <laughs> that scene is hilarious, bro. i was like, yo, this
1: dude's hilarious. He wearing a wig? He must have been because he. He was, uh, okay, in The Dark Knight. Remember when Gordon is disguised as the cop and driving the truck, Mm -hmm. and there's that other cop next to him that's freaking the fuck out? Yeah. That's That's Nicky Capp. Holy crap. But he also played a teacher in the show Boston Public. I've never saw that. Like an early 2000s David E. Kelly show on Fox. That I think uh, Rashida Jones was in when she oh, was she young. She was young, yeah. Yeah, she was really young.
0: young. That's a young, young role. I, I think
1: she played a secretary at the school, okay. but he was one of the teachers. I think I saw him in that first, and then I saw the Limey. Okay, okay. And, and I'm like, wow, this yeah, dude is Rashida incredible. Jones,
0: early. She had to be like what twenty? 20? Early twenties, like, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, that, yeah. She's not that old now. No, um, that's that's crazy. But his character was great, especially when the dude. Goes to him in the bar to tell him, like, you know, I need you to handle this. Yeah. I like how he, he was like, I don't give a fuck about you rich guys, bro. I don't care. I do yeah. what I do, you know, because I want to do it. I was like, oh, yeah. I like he's it, like, you need it. to wear a tie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he did need to wear a tie. I yeah. Agree. When he said that, he, what he said, he's like, put on a fucking tie. I yeah. Was like, yeah. You know, you shouldn't put a tie on. Yeah. I'm like, who are you to come in here and talk down to me when you want me to do something for you? Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm like, something you clearly can't get done.
1: Yeah. But, um, Oh man, that's oh and dude, Bill Duke is in this movie. He
0: is in this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Bill so Duke. I was like, yo, Bill Duke. Yeah, so so that was there go my hilarious. slippery hands again. So let's actually talk about that scene. Yeah. So Bill Duke's like a cop. What was he DEA? He or DEA? Something? Yeah. yeah. So he's DEA, and he's he's questioning Wilson about these people, and Wilson's totally confused about who this guy yeah. is. He thinks he's someone totally so yeah. different. And, and he's
1: saying all this bullshit to him. Yeah. And Bill Duke is like, there's one thing I don't understand. The one thing I don't understand is every fucking word that just came out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but the way he says it.
0: Because yeah, Bill Duke,
1: he's... And, and were we talking about him?
0: Were, yeah, we are talking about Deep Cover. Oh yeah, he directed and, it. And That's right. About Predator.
1: Yes, yes. And Commando, he was Commando, in Commando. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can't go wrong with Bill Duke. Never, believe it or never. not, it sounds crazy, but it's true. Yeah, it's
0: true. He's yeah. He plays. And if you need like a stoic kind of like yes. but still tough guy, he's perfect. Man. Yeah. Like, he he was so perfect in that in that scene because like yeah. Wilson's just saying all this ridiculous stuff to him and telling him about his stint in jail. Yeah. And he's like, Well, that was when I got out of jail the second time. Yes. And yeah. it's like just going on. And he's just listening. Yeah. And it's one of those situations, if you let someone talk long enough, they'll they'll end up telling you everything you need
1: to know. Yeah. And, like, yeah so <laughs> So he just let Wilson know where to find Valentine. Yeah,
0: and he was like, "Yeah, (laughs) that part was great." But um, yeah, that's I
1: forgot. Yeah, Bill Duke. Bill Duke.
0: There is, I think that was one of the one of the main things I liked about the film was honestly just watching Terrence Stamp ride around figuring stuff out. Yeah, those are some of the best moments in the film, um, because one of my biggest issues with the movie. Was the ending? Although I like ah, the ending, yeah. it felt inconclusive to me.
1: Well, he he found out what he wanted to know. He did, and, but it and, felt
0: like he didn't get any kind of revenge.
1: But I think he the, got
0: peace of mind.
1: I think the revenge was like he ended up doing inadvertently by trying to find out what he wanted to find out. He did. End up he eliminating. did what, what his daughter was trying to do. He did, which was stopping, stopping the drug the drug trade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he
0: did. But it was like it feels like if he would have had it his way, he probably would have did it differently. He would but have how been, it
1: played out. But Jenny wouldn't have wanted him she to kill have. him. She wouldn't have. I don't know if she would have wanted him to kill all the other guys, but uh, <laughs> oh, probably no, not. Like maybe,
0: maybe, probably Jenny, not. After all they did her, maybe she would have been like, you know, yeah, what, Danny, kill all these, kill MS. these assholes, yeah, right? yeah. And, and and I felt bad for Peter Fonda at the end, really. And I felt like I shouldn't have because he. Because I felt bad because, I don't want to, this is one I know you guys probably, like, not everyone has seen this, so I'm not going to spoil the very, very end. But Peter Fonda's character, some things happened to him, and it's like, and, and on one hand, it feels like, yes, he deserves this. But then on another, you do feel bad for him because, A, he was a man trying to keep up appearances and keep himself alive Yeah, track. yeah, keep his lifestyle. Like, yes, and he yeah. was also caught up in ways that, if he didn't do certain things, he would have got killed himself.
1: Yeah, and he didn't know how to get out and of it. He didn't, and it's yeah. like,
0: and he genuinely did love this dude's daughter. Yeah, I know he did based on the way he reacted when she was brought up. Yeah, on the way he reacted, you know, like he had the picture still. Yes, he yeah, he was. She wasn't just some girl he slept with. Yeah. She loved him, and that's why she cared so much yeah. about what he was doing,
1: and and that's why that's why he didn't kill him. Yeah, I I just realized because I watched it again the other day. No, well, he still. No, no, you know why he didn't kill him? Because Peter Fonda told him why he did what he did that ended up in her with her death. Right, he did, and what Wilson realized while Valentine was telling him the story. He realized that she did to Valentine what she always did to him, which yeah, meant yeah, that she the, loved him. The
0: phone, yeah, you're you're yeah, right. That's yeah, that's that how was. he knew.
1: So he's like, if she really loved him, how could I kill him or or do to him what I, what I want to do? Because that is not what she would have wanted, because she loved him. Yeah. And I think he cared more for Jenny in the end than he did for his own feelings towards. He did. The situation and whatever,
0: because you're you know what you are right about that. Because I think in his investigations, he learned. Although I was a total pos father, yeah, I didn't teach this girl probably anything good. She ended up being a quite good person.
1: Because remember at uh, the very end of the film, they intersplice scenes from an old Terrence Stamp film from the sixties, yeah, to show him when he was younger with his with his buddies and. All this, and he's sitting there playing guitar, and it's to the tune, I think of a Donovan song called Colors, Mm -hmm. but he's singing something different, and he's like, freedom is a word I often use, and something like that, and basically, it's like, he says, he thinks about the times when he was loved, Mm -hmm. and I think the only time he ever really felt loved was when his daughter cared enough... To try to rat him out to get him to change his lifestyle Mm -hmm. so he would be around more. Yep. And he realized she was trying to do the same thing for Terry Valentine, and he didn't realize it. He
0: didn't know. He didn't know.
1: Like, he didn't love her enough to realize that's how she showed her love to try to get him to change, so he would be around, yeah, and that's, for her,
0: and that's kind of why I felt a little bit bad for Peter Fox yeah. character because I'm like, he was too shallow to realize it. Get it. Yeah, he just yeah. didn't get it. He was stuck and in 67. Yeah, he was. You know, yeah. was, you know yeah. his whole look, his whole he vibe. Was definitely yeah, definitely stuck. Because like, that girl
1: says he's a vibe. Yeah,
0: he felt like Easy Rider. Yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah. He, like, he was, was talking about motorcycles yeah, was up talking too. About yeah, motorcycles. He was talking about old movies and shit. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He was totally a vibe. You know. Yeah, I, you know now that we broke that down, Yeah, I think I do appreciate the ending a little more than I did on the initial viewing, so I will now I will we, take that into consideration.
1: We should have gotten a sequel, like in that article, Soderbergh says, yeah. you know, when they're driving up and Wilson's talking about the guys he thought were his mates yeah. weren't, it, he was going to go back and hunt them down. And that would have been a great film that I would have watched over and over again.
0: Yeah, and that you know, and you could have went a lot of directions with that.
1: Directed by Guy Ritchie, I would have watched oh, it. Yeah, especially if it's a British, super British, That's yeah, yeah, super British, yeah, yeah. Especially at that time, yeah, it would hell, have been like
0: amazing. The late you nineties, know, he's, he's coming off like Lock, Stock, Snatch, and, and Snatch. All that. Yeah, like, yeah. God, yeah, 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 um, yeah. So, like, I think a cool concept would have been him getting out looking for these guys. And possibly finding out they all were dead, but learning something along the way in hunting each of them down. Yeah, you know, it because it, it, it could follow a similar beat to the Limey, Yeah, because he
1: grew by the end he grew of the grew film by the end. Yes, yeah, emotionally, lot, yeah. emotionally.
0: And I'm like, yeah. you could take that same approach because if you wanted to go revenge narrative, I feel like that would need to be first film, and then emotional yeah. narrative would need to be second because going revenge after he's emotionally grown would feel like he's taking a step backwards.
1: You know what? Yeah, you're right. Maybe that's why they never did maybe it. Maybe
0: that's why I never did it. Yeah, Cause he's like, because maybe he's like, man, I want to go with this one more action based, and it's like, but he wouldn't be that type of guy this time. around.
1: Yeah, no, because he's now. It, it's kind of like the Grinch at the end of the Grinch. Yeah, you know, yeah. it, his heart is open. No more. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah.
0: So what? So the limey that was. Yeah, I think uh, I think we. You've never seen the limey. If you've ever been confused, I think we just solved it for you.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, and. The thing is, it's a great film, and the narrative is so nonlinear, it goes back and forth, but it fills in the gaps like Out Out of Sight does yeah. in the same way, but I think The Limey might do it more, might do it more. And, and better, mm-hmm. because it had to. It had no choice. Yeah.
0: Because yeah. you couldn't... Because like you said, like you just said, if it was... Like the article said, if I watched that in order, it would have it lost a lot of steam. Yeah, it, it would have. Because
1: been... he builds it up in a way... And would, with the flashbacks and, and intercutting mm-hmm. things like like he did without a side, like having dialogue overlap, yep, having like works. him on the plane, but also in the hotel in the room hotel, with the yeah. shower running, and you know all these different things happening at once. It's almost like you realize then that the whole time he's probably. In the plane, going back to England, yes. remembering, remembering everything. Remembering this, yeah. And and your memories aren't in order. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, yeah, you jump
0: around your memory all the time. Yeah. You're right. Your that's... memories
1: came to get down. <laughs> so they jump around.
0: <laughs> jump
1: around. Yeah, jump up, jump, jump up and get, get down. down. Yeah, Classic. <laughs> that's what they do, man.
0: So what's your limey grade?
1: Believe it or not, I would give it an A. Okay. Just because I think... Like the the editing is a breakthrough, it I is, believe. It is, and even the performances for honestly, almost like a a guerrilla independent it film. It is
0: kind of guerrilla style, yeah. Film with it,
1: and it's. In a way, it's almost as perfect as Out of Sight, just not as polished. Yeah, Out because, of Sight is polished. Of yeah, them, man. because the the budget wasn't there. It wasn't there. But, like, and, and of course the heart's there.
0: The heart is there. Yeah. But it's just, I, I will say this, Out of Sight just has a better cast of actors. Oh, yeah, know? of course, so naturally, like,
1: yeah. It's like... Like, Peter Fonda is no Jane Fonda. No Let, Jane, let's put yeah, it that Peter way. Peter ain't Jane. Yeah, Jane, you know and me? he's no Henry Fonda he either. Henry either. That's yeah, what I was like, Look. he
0: was... The lesser of the fonder, yeah, it
1: was he, still good. He, he's he's no Bridget Fonda he's either. He's not Bridget, yeah. Even I'm Bridget like, honestly, Fonda Bridget is a great actor. Yeah. yeah.
0: Dude, singles. Jackie Brown, singles. Oh, she was in Jackie she Brown. That's Jackie right. Jackie Brown, bro. She and, played Sam Jackson's girlfriend, and, and
1: she was in the remake of another Luc Besson film. Uh, not Lef- the remake of La Femme Nikita. She was in oh, the American yes. version.
0: Yes, she is. Yeah, like, yeah and I film. forget. Me that
1: movie's awesome yeah, yeah I, I, I forgot Luke Passant did that before that was, was The that, Professional
0: 90, was it 93 two? it might have been like it's 91 90, or 92 maybe 90 or yeah because it's before Leon oh, yeah, before Leon. yeah. Oh, man. Luke Passant he did that man. is it yeah, Point
1: yeah, of No I'm Return too. is that what it is is that, that the is remake? Yeah. I think that is what Look, is. singles, playing oh, no return, Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown, dude. she And then she retired. She yeah, married Danny yeah, Elfman. She married Elfman. Yeah. yeah. Now
0: she's like listening to scores all day. Yeah. And, and that's she's like, she's all like, she has that to do. I sounds like crap. <laughs> she said, Tim Burton ain't going to take this yeah. crap. Yeah. Yeah. Go back to
1: Oingo Boingo. Right? <laughs> Dude. So I
0: watched one of their videos.
1: Was it "Dead Man's Party"? Their yes. best song,
0: dude. I was laughing so hard. I had no idea Danny Elfman was in a band. Yeah, dude. That. That he
1: dude. was, dude. Oingo Boingo Boingo is incredible. I, "Dead Man's Party" is probably their best song. Yes. And and if you're gonna watch a video for "Dead Man Party." Just watch "Back to School" with Rodney Dangerfield. Oh my God, They're in it. In so long. They're the band in the room that play. That's the song they Dude, play. I,
0: I'm gonna have to. Watch, I haven't seen "Back to School" since I like seven
1: years Incredible. old.
0: Incredible. And I want to watch "Caddyshack." Too. I haven't seen that. Oh like my!
1: Long. Hey everybody, we're all gonna get laid. That, that's how I felt, honestly. That's how I felt when uh, when Trump ran for president in 2016. I felt like that was his pitch to America, <laughs> like Rodney Dangerfield from Caddyshack. Hey everybody, we're all gonna get laid. And yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> like he didn't really offer anything else, and that's what it reminded me of. Right? That kind offering of for
0: to make America great again, sir.
1: <laughs> sure. Sure. How about just making it great yeah. for everybody? For, yeah. Because. Yeah. Any, anyway, that, that was a little aside. Yeah. Anyway, we're all gonna get laid. Yeah. Yeah. That's all that matters. Yeah. Caddyshack is great. It's great. Easy money. Did you ever see Easy Money? Ronnie Dangerfield, Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci,
0: I've never seen that. Dude, you got to see Easy Money. I got to see it.
1: J- just remind me because it's one of Felicia's favorites. I might be able to find it a D somewhere. Yeah, or... yeah. Because she loves that movie to death.
0: She's got some funny and ones. She dude, likes.
1: dude. Ronnie Dangerfield is like a baby photographer, <laughs> and his daughter's getting <laughs> married. That's
0: already funny.
1: I think Jennifer Jason Leigh plays his daughter. Really? It might be the first thing she did after like, um after Fast Times.
0: I was like, "That's got to be a uh, that's
1: early. early. It's, it's early, early '80s." Yeah, Joe Pesci probably right after Raging Bull. I was Bull. like, "That's probably fresh." Off yeah, yeah, Bull. I think hey. it is. And and what does he do? He does a Ronnie Dangerfield he does a movie.
0: Dangerfield movie. Yeah. Then comes back hard with Lethal 2. Oh, my then, God. He actually had an interesting 80s career. Yeah. Because, like, outside of Raging Oh, and Leo, then Home Alone. Home Alone. That's the he did Home Alone in the early 90s. He did yeah. that after Goodfellas.
1: Yeah. Like, and, that's and, insane. And after Lethal Weapon 2. 2, yeah. Yeah, because it was what? Leo Getz. Leo gets. Yeah. Okay,
0: okay. okay. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Okay, <laughs> okay. Dude, Lethal Weapon 2 is, like, that's up there with, like, the Empire Strikes Back or Terminator 2 as far as sequels go. Oh, the
1: Cougarans and stuff, right? Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah.
0: Dude, love them. Yeah. Diplomatic immunity.
1: That was the first film that I remember. It just started, and the credits were at the end of the film.
0: Yeah, yeah, because like back yeah, in the day, the yeah. credits took up first 15 yeah. minutes of the film. Look, minutes. That
1: was 89, and that's the same summer as like Batman, Batman. Uh, Ghostbusters 2. Uh, Last Crusade. Damn,
0: what a summer! Yeah, and that was blockbuster, dude.
1: Huh? Dude, uh, Weekend at Bernie's came out damn, that summer.
0: If I was alive in '89, yeah. I would've been at the movies,
1: bro. I think yeah. Born on the Fourth of July came out that oh, year. You know my man Tom. Yeah, bro. yeah. Oh, damn. Although crazy. he was actually born on the third of July. He was born on the third, right? Whatever. Like, he
0: actually is like what a it close. Kind of crazy. Yeah, he, I'm shocked he didn't legally change his. Mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got enough money too. that's for damn sure. Yeah. But, uh, so, guys, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give the limey a solid B or B plus. I did enjoy it. It's a great film. It's it's Soderbergh, you know. Yeah, It has uh, an independent uh, film. Uh, but. Uh, uh, a B Soderbergh film is probably better than most A directors. <laughs> yes. So yeah, so that's true. Me giving it a B, that is true. Isn't me saying I didn't love it because I did like it a lot. I laughed. It yeah. was pretty funny, or some funny parts, that I did laugh at. But uh,
1: was, was it better than David Lynch's Dune? That's really the question. Bro,
0: <laughs> I watched The Limey twenty five times before I watched <laughs> the first fifteen minutes of Dune again. Wow.
1: Oh my God! What wow. an abomination! I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I had to though. Yeah, had yeah. To we. Had we to. had to discuss oh, it. Did you hear? I think. Yeah, we got yeah, pushed. I mean, I'm let's sorry. not even talking. about it. I think it's it. because of the strike, though. It they wanna, the strike. they yeah. just want to have something it's for funny. next year. So
0: I found that out right after I left your house last week. My boy yeah. called me and was like, damn, bro.
1: Wow. It's happening. And I was like, wow.
0: wow. I was like, great. And then he sent me the article. I was like, I'm not even going to read this.
1: I <laughs> found out the other day, and I was like, wow, that's terrible. Because even I was looking forward that's to terrible. it. I was like, dude, yeah. dude the trailer
0: looks my man Austin Butler about to come in here going crazy. So so that
1: means that we're probably going to have to wait even longer than for Beyond the Spider-Verse. We're gonna that, bro. Because right, they're, they're going to try to... Because I think they put off Craven, which I was sort of excited about, but not really. And I, I know they're doing like Venom 3 also. Venom 3. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, because so, right. the Venom movies are yeah, surprisingly, surprisingly good. surprisingly good. Yeah, um, Tom Hardy puts it all he in. He does. It. I love
0: Tom Hardy. Yeah. Napoleon's probably going to get pushed too then yeah Joaquin and Ridley Scott yeah that's mm, unfortunate
1: because I think the article I read said that the only good thing about Dune being pushed is that it might give Oppenheimer more Oscar more Oscar love yeah yeah I
0: I already have it in my head that the only other film coming out this year that I think is going to be able to compete with that is probably Killers of the Flower Moon the new Martin Scorsese oh really yeah you know it's Mart. You know obviously Marty, yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio, ah. Robert De Niro, and Brendan Fraser. Because oh really, Brendan Fraser? Banger, yeah. yes. Wow. You know some people. Some people have already seen it.
1: Yeah, and they're is, like, "Is it on Netflix?" Like his last, like is the Irishman was
0: going to be an Apple TV boy. Oh, okay, so I might right. need you to. uh Yeah, you
1: know, I I actually things. have Apple TV. Oh, okay, well, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay then. Well, yeah, so believe it or not, because uh, Felicia. It's something when she got like her her Apple Watch or her okay. iPhone or whatever. Yeah, yeah, sweet. Um, yeah, it's yeah, part of the okay. part of the deal.
0: I might need that from you.
1: Yeah, that's me. fine. Yeah, you know, I, I you'll be able to watch it. Comes it. Out
0: on my birthday. Oh, so, does yeah, it? Yeah, because my birthday's on Friday. Oh, yeah, yeah that's day. right. So yeah, I'm because like, then uh, a rank, rank fair, fair yeah. yeah, craziness. Yeah, so I, uh, I'm like, dude. What a birthday gift. New Scorsese, bro.
1: Come on. And Brendan Fraser, man.
0: Brendan Fraser.
1: Leo. Robert. Robert, man. Dude, Brendan Fraser, believe it or not, I I may have said this before, I don't remember. Robot Man in Doom Doom Patrol Patrol is what really, I think, the renaissance, that's when it started. Mm. And, like, I think people didn't realize, one, that he was still around. Yeah. Like, he never stopped acting. Yeah.
0: Because
1: he was doing, I think there was... uh, like the Alamo, it may not have been the Alamo, but it was some like TV film on the History Channel about something like that. He was in, and he, take, he was doing he all sorts of, take of stuff.
0: Anything he could because of his divorce or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and that's he had to what take work.
1: Yeah, and you know what? He never stopped working. Oh, no. and he took care of his kids. You no. know, he's he's a stand-up guy, and he's a great actor. And now he's standing up with a big
0: golden statue. on Yeah, the mantle. yeah. Right. All right, guys. So yeah, let's, so, uh, sorry, a, sorry, a little you know sad. How it goes. Yeah. So let's go ahead and talk about Ocean's Classic, Eleven. Ocean's Eleven. Yes. Um, this film twenty two years 22, ago. Twenty two. That's what I was like. What was it? 2001? Yeah, it was the
1: end of two
0: thousand and one. Yep. Uh, you can't even mention this film without just talking about the freaking scroll of stars. <laughs> oh my and god! And yeah. Everybody, a lot of young. A bunch of people who are super, super superstars now are in this film, young. Yeah, Carl Reiner. Yeah. Young, young. Yeah. (laughs) Ellie Gould? Yeah. (laughs) Hey, that was his first movie. (laughs) (laughs) I love Ellie Gould, though, man. (laughs) (laughs) California Split. Uh, Great film. Mash. Uh, Mash. Yeah, yes. Dude, him and Robert Altman. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, Um, yeah. But, no, but you got a young Matt Damon. This is like reborn, right? Yeah, it was the same year
1: uh born i think may have been oh two yeah it might yes, have been, you're right born yeah. one is oh two yeah so it's like right after saving private ryan yeah, yeah and right after um goodwill hunting Good the hoping, oscar win to mr Ripley. yeah the out like, he's mr. coming Ripley's off like blues. this yeah. was
0: like one of matt because D- matt damon's probably like fourth fourthly fifth like yeah. he's not even like the main guy
1: yeah because look it's george, george Coney, brad, brad Pitt, dude, julia Jill, roberts
0: roberts uh andy garcia andy garcia then you got, you even got a young uh, Scott Conn and, and, Casey, and Affleck. Casey Affleck. Yeah. And I'm like, and, dude, Casey Affleck has, has an Oscar now.
1: You yeah. Know? Like, oh, all yeah. All these
0: dudes are like, these are all big, Bernie Mac, rest in peace. Oh, yeah. Bernie like, Mac. You and you got uh, a lot of big names in here who all had great careers or still have great careers.
1: Yeah. Yeah. My God. So I'm like, that
0: cast is insane. Insane. So Ocean's Eleven follows. Danny Ocean, played by George Clooney, who is, yet again, in jail. Yes. Steven Soderbergh is like, if you're going to be in my movie, um, George, you're going to be locked up.
1: You know what I think it is? It's what we talked about before, or you you said before how Sergio Leone loved to, like... Mess, mess up, up Clint. Clint's face, yeah. right? Yeah. That's how. That's the only way that Soderbergh could mess up George Clooney's yeah, face. Yeah, he's like, yeah, is yeah, put him is in jail. give him a mug Yeah, mug <laughs> put him in jail. Yeah,
0: because how else do you mess up his face without yeah. actually messing up his face? Yeah, so yeah, it's like, yeah. It's crazy. Um, but he's in jail and he's getting out, and you know the game has changed a little bit. He was he was an old uh, back in the day. He had a crew. He ran jobs with. He was successful criminal and of course you know like all criminals they eventually are probably going to get canned at some point yeah but he wants to set up a job when he gets out so he gets the band back together but he yeah. has an ulterior motive to the job of course he, he does wants yeah the money
1: oh yeah because he wants to screw over the guy yeah of course yeah
0: but the guy he wants terry to benedict over, right terry benedict yeah who has his girl tess played by one of my three J's in history, Julia <laughs> Roberts. Yes, who was another so- Soderberghian chick. Yeah, that's like, true. Right after Aaron, Brockovich. right after Aaron, Brockovich. yeah. Like, They've worked go like, four or five times. Though. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. She was another one, um, a big Soderberghian, uh, Julia Roberts. Although her character is quite minimal in this film,
1: she's the centerpiece of the. Movie. Yeah, she the shadow. Her shadow is. It's over no, everybody, over everything. especially when it. Rusty Brad Pitt's character out, figures yes, it out, he's like, "Yes, he's like, tell me this you is not about is not
0: about her, but you yeah. know it's, it's Julia Roberts. You know it's about her. Yeah, bro. yeah. I'm like you think I'm gonna let her go? I'll <laughs> die first. Like, yeah, yeah. Kidding? She's one of the wow. most legendary, dude. Julia Roberts is one of the most legendary chicks we've ever had. Mystic the, Pizza, Mystic Pizza, Satisfaction Steel Magnolias. <laughs> oh yeah, Steel Magnolias." <laughs> I love Mystic Pizza, bro. I love it. Mean, and look, Matt
1: Damon's so in Mystic Pizza. Is, is, is he? Yeah. He's super young in that movie.
0: I gotta watch. Him that, and know. I
1: think Vincent D'Onofrio.
0: Holy hell. So I was like yeah. Vince, Mystic Pizza's what?
1: 89? 88, I think. Yeah. Oh yeah. boy. So Matt Damon could have been in diapers for all <laughs> right? <we> know. Right? <laughs> Crazy.
0: But I mean, dude, shit. Yeah. Up. Dude, I mean, and then pretty woman just Oh yeah, took, yeah. Took off, man. But Julia's obviously great because I think Soderbergh's got more out of her than any other director.
1: Honestly, I believe he did because just from Aaron Brockovich, Brockovich
0: alone showed everyone that she's more than a pretty face. Yeah. You know, they showed her. She's more than a pretty woman. Pretty woman, yes. Yes, yes. She is that. <laughs> <laughs> but so Tess is really the centerpiece of this because Terry Benedict is now with Tess and Tess is George's ex wife. And Terry Benedict is so rich that you know he owns three casinos casinos in in vegas Vegas, and three of the biggest ones in vegas dude's probably a billionaire um, yeah if not a billionaire at least a high hundred millionaire yeah Um, yeah so the dude's incredibly rich I think they do say he was worth like 800 million. Something like yeah, that. They yeah, say, yeah. Yeah. He's worth 800 million. Yeah. And so yeah. he's getting, he will be a billionaire probably within the next 10 years. So yeah, yeah. Uh, so he actually
1: with the money that they stole, he would have been he a billionaire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he so been.
0: yeah, he, yeah, so his casinos, he has three casinos and they all share the same vault in Vegas underground. And George comes up with a brilliant plan to steal said money. And we're not going to get into the details on how they do it maybe a little bit but it's not about how they do yeah, it. Yeah, but but
1: you have to see it for yourself you in the film. You see it yourself.
0: That's why like, we can yeah. explain it and like it won't make sense because there's a lot revealed throughout that you yes. do not see. It's like yeah. that's why like That's what Ocean makes it brilliant. Feels, yes, that's why Ocean's feels like a, a Out of Sight sequel almost yes. because it's like there's so much in Out of Sight the title is perfect because there's so much out of sight you don't see that's going on. As yeah. You see later on. Yes, and like, you're right. Ah, oh. and Stephen yeah. really kicks that style back up in Oceans, and and honestly, yeah. all the Oceans movies, if you watch them, there's always twists and stuff. But this one, this one has an originality to it that that just it's honestly one of the best heist movies ever made. Yeah, and, and the flashbacks
1: only tell you how you how they were know. able yes. to do just it. Just what yeah. you need to know. They're yeah. not
0: go- Yeah, because you're like. Well, what how who huh Especially yes. at the end, you yeah and yeah when rusty starts really making the moves to push push the heist along and you're yeah, like yeah um what i wouldn't have done that and then you're like oh and you're like oh and then you're like, oh. then you're like yeah so I, I don't even want to say anything yeah yeah because everything is so perfect it is i'm like yeah. wow like the writing for this was just sensational sensational yeah. um and well, the direction, too, the direction. because
1: because once again, like like in Out of Sight, it's the chemistry between all the characters. All of them.
0: And there's so many yeah. in here. And
1: look, I mentioned Carl Reiner and Elliot Gould. They're obviously the elder statesmen. Yeah. And, like, the chemistry between them, them and the Clooney and, awesome. and Brad Pitt. Yes. Because Brad Pitt is the one who goes to Carl Reiner uh-huh, first. Yeah. And, and, and them talking, it's like... At the horse dress. Yes. Oh, my awesome, God. bro!
0: that's such a good scene. Like,
1: Brad Pitt's character, I think might be the best he's one the Best in the- character in the movie yeah mm. because and he's, he's just, just- <laughs> yeah it's just incredible Smooth. he's the glue really he's he is like, yeah you
0: think it's danny but it's not Cause, yeah because think about it, even with the asian kid he's the only one who can speak to him you're right because he speaks the language yes you're right and they're like he's like oh he said this and they're like oh really yeah yeah and he just he just knows how to communicate with everyone yeah he like how he is in the poker games when he's showing the celebrities how oh to play. Oh my god, that is so so great. And they're bro. playing and themselves. Grace, yeah. Yeah. Super Grace and Barry Watson Joshua and Jackson. And yeah, I'm like some, some Shane West, Shane West, some like early yeah. two thousand stars. And
1: and uh the girl from Charm. From Charm, yeah, she yeah. played um. P- pipe piper yeah yeah, piper. yeah i was like well, i was like one of the peas yeah um, they're, they're all peas yeah. yeah
0: oh the only one i remember was Alyssa Milano. Right? yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was a list. i like shannon doherty too she was great mall rats oh yeah so, yeah like, she'll, so she'll always yeah she'll always be the chick for mall <laughs> cats, you know that's right um, brody's brody's chick, chick. yeah I remember when i did i did the to the name for mighty mouse like, <laughs> He <was probably> like... <laughs> but <laughs> any But so yeah um Brad Pitt's character is the glue, I think, between all of them. Because when we'll say this, there's a scene where after he finds out Tess is involved in this, he's pissed off and he's like, "You know what, Danny, you're out," and everyone else is still in. Yeah, they're like, "We're still in. We're not going nowhere." Yeah,
1: because we did all this planning. They're like, "All right, just because he's
0: out don't mean we are." Yeah, it's more of a cut for us. It is, but they still needed Danny, of course, because you know. He's Danny. He yes. up, like, when he pulls up on Matt Damon coming out the vent, oh. I was like, oh, so perfect. A perfect way to reintroduce him. Yeah. Or when he's in the room and his friend up. Oh my to God. Yes. That's yes. so Great. That's one yeah. of the best parts. Like, how they time everything. It's, it's just, it's, just, it's inc- dude. Amazing. I feel like Soderbergh, if he didn't, like, almost want to commit suicide editing these films, <laughs> he's a freaking genius because this yeah. would drive me, Up a wall, yeah. I'd have. Oh my god, the way the way this film is edited is probably some of the best editing of the early two thousands because it really kind of shifted the style of editing. Yeah, you know, I'd say Oceans and Memento were really two films that show people the power of editing with minimalism because no one made memento with no money it's a very minimal movie there's not much in it yeah yeah the power of that editing is what brings the film to life yeah of course he had a little bit of money for oceans still a lesser editor oceans would have just been an average film yeah with a bunch of superstars in it
1: yeah you know what you're right and once again, David Holmes did the music. Dude, music. So the same guy is Out of Sight. Oh, so it's music, like
0: it's even it, more perfect for oceans I Yeah, think. it gives it's got it that, that Vegas casino vibe, it, but that's still like yeah, of mystery yet playful. Yes, it's it's so, it's, it's, it's kind of hard to describe in a way. It's, yeah,
1: because like when they're moving, the music moves with yes, them. yes, yeah, it's, yeah. It's
0: so it's it's playful, yet it can be serious when it needs to. He he just. The film is scored to perfection. It really yes. is. It's scored to perfection, and all like like we were saying, all the characters. Like we talked about, Brad and George a little bit. Um, Ellie Gould's character, he's kind of like um, he hates Terry Bennett. Yeah, so he's down to yeah. He's impossible. like sure.
1: He bought one of my casinos and blew it yeah, up and blew it up and f yeah. me
0: over. So f him. Yeah. And even though he knows this is probably suicide mission is going to fail, he's still down the ride. You know? Yeah. And he's kind of the almost like the the grandfather of the bunch kind of holding yeah. like he's he's almost a gluey type character too yeah because he's the one who's kind of like financing almost financing too. it and telling yeah. them the info everyone yeah. is needed here every yeah. character, there's no character that's out of place In, yeah and some of the best ter- characters are two you don't hear from that most that much Casey Affleck and Scott Conn oh they're yeah freaking hilarious and they play
1: uh, I, I say they play like Four or five different characters, but they have to keep, changing, have to keep costumes changing costumes and doing to, different yeah, things. Yeah. yeah, and that's what's so yeah. funny.
0: Is that, there's times you oh, see with they the just throw some, Yeah, the balloons. <laughs> or when they just throw <laughs> costumes in the elevator. Yeah, they have to change yes. so fast.
1: Yes, uh, yes. Their,
0: their introduction is even great when they're racing the, the toy car yeah. and the real truck and he runs it over.
1: Yeah. Because <laughs> they're like brothers, the brothers right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They don't
0: look like they'd ever be related. No, not know, at all. But they they were great, and then. Of course, Don Cheadle. Freaking Basher. Hilarious. The British accent. Yeah. The the way he's so goofy and silly. He's like he's like, Oh, we're all gonna be in rubble. And they're like, What?
1: Rubble! Trouble!
2: Yeah, so
1: (laughs) and and did you notice the same thing in the Limey. He kept trying to say stuff and then he'd have to say what he <laughs> meant.
0: Yes. Yeah. Which is funny yeah that's like
1: how it would actually be if you yeah. were with someone who spoke totally different slang than yeah. you. Yeah.
0: Because like British but, slang is weird.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and it's a holdover from the Limey, like, because yeah. that's where it started. Because he's talking to that guy in the warehouse. Yeah. That's, like, what? What, what are, are you saying? saying?
0: <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, so funny. Yeah. And when Brad Pitt comes to like get him out of going to jail. So oh my funny. God! He's like, perfect. hey, he's like, I need you to find Griggs. He's like, who? Just find him, will you? you <laughs> yeah. <what> <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, it's like after Tyler Durden, it might be Brad Pitt's best that character. Brad,
0: that's one of Brad Pitt's. Yeah, brothers. dude. Because we can't Cliff talk Booth, about Tyler Durden. Cliff Booth. So oh, oh, I'm sorry. Time, one from, of my favorites. okay. Let, let's just say you from know, the dude, early, I'm sorry. 2000s, hold on, hold on. late nineties. Dude, dude, Brad has played way too many good characters for us to even like. Because, all right, so you got Tyler, you got Rusty. Yeah. Dude, think about, like, his character in, obviously, some of the newer ones. Like, did you watch Bullet Train? No, I haven't. Dude, he's amazing in that. Cliff Booth. Dude, Interview with a Vampire. Oh, yeah, he's what's your buddy? Char- yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. Such a good character. Yeah. Like, Louie, like, right? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, he was, yeah. oh, he has so many good characters, dude. I love Brad. Brad is my, dude, I even love him in, like, Troy, like, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. So oh, he, he was some, good in yeah, Mr. he plays some good characters. He's,
1: he's a great actor, and it's terrible. It took, I think, Fight Club for me to realize that. It, it did. Oh, yeah, well, and I mean, even in Snatch. Mean, oh, my
0: God, Snatch is yes. easily one of his yes, best. Yes, yes. accent, dude. Yes. Like, even, yeah. even Benjamin Button. Good oh, character. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. He played, like...
1: Well, that's like, another Fincher film. Yeah, it is. Fincher. Oh, Seven. Seven. Oh, oh I, my God. I think that's the one where people are yeah. like,
0: this dude's here. Yeah, yeah. He's like, Thelma and Louise, they're like, okay, this guy's good, looking." yeah or is he an actor and then same with like true because he was in true, yeah, yeah, like, right. true yeah. romance yeah that's right he's a stone, playing a stoner on a couch yeah yeah act, we don't know but i think
1: but then cool world think, he was in yeah yeah that's yeah. a little cartoon right yeah yeah, yeah.
0: um but he was decent yeah and then i think seven was johnny
1: Swade, i think was another early film mm-hmm. where he had like johnny bravo hair yeah
0: you know what's crazy Fe- brad pitt should he should be sending denzel a thank you card every year for, uh, Christmas. Cause Why was he supposed to be in he seven? He was supposed to play Brad's role in seven. Really? Yes, that's who Fisher originally wanted. And wow. Denzel turned it down and he said, uh, Every role I've ever turned down, that's the only one I regret in my whole career. Wow. do seven. So he wanted Morgan and um, Denzel to be the two leads. That would have and, been and a totally a, different in, film, though. Film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think it's better with Brad because you needed more contrasting characters. Yeah. Denzel and Morgan probably would have felt too similar. You know, they, oh yeah, you know, and
1: plus having seen them in glory together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah. Like,
0: it just it just would have felt too similar. But I yeah. think that's what made Fenchner probably want them to seeing them in yeah. glory together. Like, God, they had chemistry. Yeah, like, yeah. Let's let's see if we can bring that back.
1: Yeah, because that would have only been like six years later. Yeah, it's not yeah. that
0: long. Because I'm like, yeah, glory's like '88 or '9. Yeah, that and was that was '95. Like yeah, so it's not that long. So he was like, but. He got Brad and they were kind of like unsure about him. And he's like, all right. That,
1: that was his first, first really first big film. Big,
0: big like starring, like big and money making movie, all that. And, that movie made a lot.
1: And you know who the serial killer was? Dude, Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. Un, that was uncredited, uncredited. uncredited Kevin Spacey. Cause
0: yeah, because he was like, Fisher was like, I don't want people to know he's in it. Yeah. i would be surprised when they see it. And, dude, yeah. it's one of his best roles. <laughs> you know, like, it's one of his best. John Doe, right? John, John Doe, oh, yeah. so creepy. Yeah. Oh, especially when, like, he goes to the jail. I'm like, oh, my God, this guy is something. Yeah. Anyway, Seven's great. If you guys haven't seen Seven, which you probably have, go watch Seven.
1: I dude. wonder if that influenced uh, the Joker in the Dark Knight at all. I think so. Yeah, now, that, I, now like, that we're talking about it. the bank
0: it. scene in the beginning. Yeah. The, just the way he walks into the bank, his presence is very John Doe-like. Yeah, it yeah. It is, like. There's a lot, so I know Nolan said he was watching Heat a lot when he yeah. did um The Dark Knight. This The Dark Knight, low key, is a heist movie too. Yeah, and it's obviously that's going to be one of the best heist movies if you want to look at it that way. Yeah, because he
1: takes all the money from all the yeah like, yeah that's all a, the gangs.
0: Like, I mean, the bank robbing scene is like. There's an iconic scene. What an yes. opening. Yeah. Like with the school bus and shit. Oh, my God. Gangster, a perfect bro. way to get away. Yeah, they're Like, yeah. so gangster, you know. And then, like, just the way they ride out the bank with it and all the dust is falling off the, the yeah. bus. And, like, it just, I don't know. It just feels so... Nolan is something else, too. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about him one of these days. Yeah. But oh, uh, But, yeah, I, it's just... Ocean's, like, I think... Oceans is probably far more influential than we even realize. Yeah. With like, cause it's probably one of the first big team up movies.
1: Yeah. Where you had like bunch of a listers cause think uh, like it made Brad Pitt and George Clooney, like Paul Newman and Robert it Redford. It really did. It they, did. Yo, that's what it felt like. That's,
0: Man, they should have did a Bush Cassidy remake. Oh, my God. If they would have. That would have been probably uh, the best remake of all time.
1: I would have been like Pee Wee Herman in a movie theater. yeah, right? Uh, Rest in peace, Pee Wee. Who
0: would direct it,
1: though? You know what? The thing is, like, George Roy Hill obviously did the first Mm -hmm. one. And then he did The Sting with them. And they only ever did two films together, but they were so good. So good. So think about. Obviously, Soderbergh Soderberg would have to do it. did it, bro. Well, yeah. He would have had to because of having the history with directing them. I think yeah. he would have been able to get the most oh, out the most of them. Of
0: them. And then their chemistry. Is like, yeah. Holy hell. That would have been a remake for the ages, man. Yeah. Wow.
1: But, wow. yeah.
0: I would love, man, we should do like a fantasy remake episode. We should and where we cast just the directors yeah and actors, fan, cast, fan cast like, like, like our own and yeah yeah that'd be fun because that that'd be a great television. episode yeah yeah <laughs> would that would I have yeah. A couple Other ideas we'll talk about off screen. Okay, um, so back in the oceans, yeah, because I mean ocean oh, guys, oceans is so the influences he drew influence from so much yet so much yet it influenced so much. It's hard to not talk about oceans. And not talk about a bunch of other things. Yeah, yeah. Because with the cast and everything, it's just, it's incredible. And the way all these characters play their part to perfection. No one wanted to outdo each other. You know. Yeah, they give each other room. Give each You're other right. They room to breathe. They know when yeah. it's time to let this person shine, especially between Brad and George. Yeah. You got two bubbling actors that are the peak of their careers. Yeah. Two of the considered the most handsome most talented most recognizable faces yes. in hollywood sh- sharing a screen together the ego on that screen is due to filled the state of texas like come on <laughs> it man. Could, like, have, they yeah. could have yeah like,
1: but, but, but i they think set
0: that shit aside
1: because i think they probably realized like you can tell i i don't want to say they're friends because if, be if, if, even, even though they are. Yeah, I I, I they believe they be are, parties. but at the time. Yeah. I I'm not I don't want to say at the time that they were friends, but you could tell they were at least like friendly and getting to know each other in such a way because once again they had to act like they knew each other for decades, yep. just like Ving Reigns Ving and, and him, and him and, you know, and like out of they sight. Did. Yeah, like that dude, chemistry.
0: Dude, dude when, when George first pulls up to the card game and Rusty oh. sees him, you just know oh like God. these two are some. They're yes. a pair, you know. These two are probably some, some, some. some you know, a duo, and they yeah. are. Man, they they, yeah. they, 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 perfectly give each other enough room to breathe. They respected the shit out of each other. Yeah, it was it was very apparent, especially even in the second one. Cause George Clooney and that's more takes Rusty story. Seat. Yeah, I yeah. like George kind of takes a back seat to Rusty in that one. Yeah, he still. It still works out so nice, and you can tell George was totally cool. Yeah. letting Rusty be the star of this because I'm like Brad Pitt's really the main character. In yeah,
1: that he
0: one. is. And your
1: and, and your favorite uh, redhead that you said, Albert oh, Finney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Albert Finney's in it. He's amazing, sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Albert Finney. <laughs>
0: my man, Vincent Cassel, though. Oh Psycho. yeah, yeah. That's my guy. Damn. probably one of the best French actors ever, bro. He is that's, so
1: good. I think that's the, the first thing I saw him in was when that came out.
0: Dude, you got to watch La Aine, 1995 French film. Of course, Black Swan. Oh, he's is he cool. in Black Swan. Oh, he's incredible, dude. Okay. Irreversible. Gaspard, oh, yes. We were talking incredible. about that. Yeah. Dude, he's... The range, this guy's... And, and, and that's great because you saw him in Oceans first. I'm glad you did. Because if you watch watching these other films, you're going to be like, holy hell, this guy's a great actor because he is nothing like he is in Oceans. Yeah. Not a thing. Not even close. Wow. Two two entirely different guys.
1: Wow. Um, yeah, because he's a thief in Oceans 12. Yeah, he's a thief. I saw it in the theater. It's the last time I saw it.
0: Holy hell, you got to watch Oceans 12, man. Yeah, yeah so that was like, like uh, 03, Yeah, I watched it a few months ago. It's yeah. still, still good. It ain't it ain't eleven, but it's still yeah, good. Yeah, it's very good still. Um, I I gotta say, Oceans is the Limey, out of sight. Aaron Brockovich, all those movies are great in their own right. Yeah, but and we needed all those to get to Oceans. We needed all of them. All of those movies led to this, but Oceans is just in a league of its own. It's it's yeah. his magnum opus.
1: Yeah, I think so like he's obviously done a lot of great things since then. Of course. Don't get me wrong, like even award-winning films mm-hmm. and whatever, but I think you're right it goes back to
0: The Oceans is like so Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, it is. Cuz you wouldn't have had like well think about Traffic cuz that's he worked with oh, Catherine Zeta-Jones in Traffic. Too, yeah. And then in Oceans 12. Mm-hmm. So she's another player, she's another at least one, in those dude. two. He, and even Michael Douglas was in Traffic and behind the bro. candelabra because yep, he played yep. uh, Liberace yeah. with he, Matt Damon. Eddie D. He, so another player he, got, he, he got used. Some guys,
0: bro. Yeah. yeah so
1: some guys. so it's like without like I think Oceans or or, or those like ninety eight to to oh one oh like, yeah. one like without those years of his of him producing quality films again and again and again. Mm-hmm. The only other Steven to do it would have been Spielberg. Spielberg. You know what I mean? Yeah, Spielberg. It, so it's like, He's how a do you? Psycho on his own, right? That and, dude, and that that volume in that short period of time. Just, I can I can only think of Spielberg being yeah the, like, the one who like almost every year one or two one films, or two bangers, and you yeah. know they're
0: gonna be good. You know yeah. they're gonna make you know even
1: his bad movies are good. His
0: bad. That's what like Spielberg's <laughs> what? worst movie what? is still better than your average director's
1: best and, movie. And what would his worst film be? Would it be Temple of Doom? If that's your worst movie, bro, yeah. Like,
0: bro, I love love Temple of Doom. I know, I do too.
1: That's (laughs) what I'm saying. Like, hell. But but that might just be like the worst Indiana Jones movie.
0: Yeah, and people would say, well, Well, okay. Crystal Skull. Oh, out of the first three, yeah. First three, they'd say that. But it's like, and people would probably say that. If I pull up the scores on Temple of Doom, they probably are still very high. That was a great film. It's a great film. Yeah. Come on, bro. The, that movie made me more afraid of bugs than maybe anything else. And like, snakes. Man, oh my god, it's bugs! And Chilled chill monkey
1: brains. brains. Yeah, chill monkey. <laughs> <laughs> my yeah. man, a short round. Come yeah, on, bro. A short round. I ate him, Dr. Bro. Jones, yeah. no time, no for, time love. for love. love. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? Uh, just a quick aside. That dude, man, in everything, everywhere at once. One of
0: the, he deserved that Oscar. Oh my
1: god, just to see him and the emotion and the range he after was, having not acted for how long. I was so you know? blown away
0: by him. Yeah, I couldn't believe what this man was pulling. Especially in the mood for love parody, oh, he's yeah. talking about doing laundry and taxes with her when they're in the alley. Yeah, I was. He was yeah, your mind, I'm dude. Like, dude,
1: you can feel the emotion. It's like I think the best actors can draw from their own real experiences, like, oh, um, yeah. like uh, method acting. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? And actually make you feel it. And I think it actually goes back to like. When you see Clooney with all these other actors, be it Out of Sight or Oceans Eleven or Twelve or whatever, you could you can feel the the emotion between them. Yes, and I think that's what makes it work, that's and what that's what makes, makes it work.
0: good. Yeah, especially it, not side dude. And, yeah, because because Out of is more small scale. Yeah, so you and it's less characters, so you really feel it in there. Like
1: that one scene in Out of Sight where. After they they get it on, and she feels bad about it. She's like, "Now you can tell people you you fucked got, a, yeah. a U.S. marshal." He's like, "Why would, Why I, would do I do that?" that? Yeah, yeah. And he's
0: like, "What? So you can tell people you banged a criminal." Yeah, and they both were feeling the same way. He's
1: like, "Why would I do that?" Most criminals, and he goes into this 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 diatribe about how stupid how stupid bank robbers, bank robbers are. are. Yes. yes, and it's they, incredible because he's like. He's basically saying, in a way, how stupid he, he is, is. So it makes her an idiot for sleeping yeah, with her. Yeah, but they still loved each yeah, other. But he's like
0: that. That doesn't change my opinion of you at all. Yeah, and yeah. It's like because you can tell like they both are feeling some kind of way because like she's laying in the bed, she wakes up and he's in the bathroom, and he comes yeah. out, and they both kind of they share a look like, should we have done that? Yeah, and they're looking at each other like.
1: Yes. It was amazing. You know? Yes, so yes, like, we should have.
0: Yeah, and it's like yeah, it's like we were two people that clearly had a connection. Yeah. both single. Well, she
1: was. Well, she was just she dating. Single.
0: She was just dating. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it he sounds was dumb. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, he, he was married. So screw it. Yeah, yeah so, so you know. Yeah. And, yeah,
1: and, yeah. That's right. right. Like, yeah,
0: and he's like, "Yo, he's still living in the house with there." She's like, "Yeah, he's like, mm, I ain't separated, then." Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. So I'm like, "Yeah, I don't think she was really doing anything wrong." Um. It, it's. I don't know if it's Soderbergh or if it was the actors or what, because obviously we've seen these actors work with many other people. Yeah,
1: a great director can get a great performance out of, out of any anyone, actor. Anyone. Yeah, that's why you gotta check it's, out Sean
0: Baker, bro. It, it's that's like why. a
1: great coach. Yeah, can make a, a shitty team dude, great. Hell yeah! Some, yeah, dude.
0: Some of the best teams to win championships didn't have the most talented guys on them. No, you know? no. Like, yeah. Hell, there's some teams that like. You're like, man, that team won it all. Coaching, <laughs> coaching. Are man. you talking about the Eagles man, again? I'm literally gonna say, <laughs> listen, that Eagles team that won the Super Bowl, that was really good coaching by Mike uh, Peterson. A little luck and some great coaching. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's it's, it's incredible. Soderberg is definitely like a coach. Yeah, you know, he of course he's got his Tom Brady's with you know a Clooney or a Pitt. You know, yeah, but. He can get anything out of anyone. He can do it yeah. with Louise Guzman, who would be a four stringer. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: yeah, but the thing is, like, he makes him look like a first um, stringer. Yeah, exactly, yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah, he
0: makes him look like a super duper star. And,
1: and that's just it. Like, when you can do that, even like, I never saw Katherine Keener before Out of Sight, and she'd obviously been around, yeah, she's been around before then. But it's like. He made her
0: a star, I think, with that movie. Yeah. Because after that, that's yeah. where her career. Cause like, she did Being John Malkovich, like, right after that. I think. Yeah. And then, bro, she just started and then, off. And wasn't then, wasn't she, she in the 40-year version? Yeah. After that, that, she took off. Yeah. Like, now she's done, like, Get Out. And oh, yeah. she's haunting that Yes, movie, bro. Oh, yeah,
1: like, stirring yeah, the Yeah, man. Yeah.
0: I'm like, yo, Catherine Keener, you kind of scaring me. Yeah. Uh, she was great. She's been... Uh, Oh, another great film she is in, Synecdoche, New York, with Philip Seymour Hoffman. You've talked about that before. Dude, she's amazing. I don't remember right? if it
1: was here or just us talking. It, it, it was one of Well, them, here but, is just us talking, yeah, too, same but thing, you know. it's all the same thing. Yeah. It may
0: or may not have been recorded. Because but... we
1: were talking about Philip Seymour Hoffman Yeah, before, he, yeah. You know, that's one of your guys. And he's a uh, redhead. I need to bring him back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man.
0: <he's, laughs> he, is. he was hot, man. He had that, <laughs> he had right. that hot body. And, and Capelli, you know, right? Yeah. <laughs> that was the film that made me fall in love with him. <laughs> I mean, he was gay in that movie, so, yeah. you know, but, but no, he's actually gay in quite a few movies.
1: Well, and and believe it or not, even though he wasn't, he he played, he played it insanely yeah, well. Like yeah. in Boogie
0: Nights, you couldn't have told me that dude wasn't gay. Yeah, like, yeah, like he's just good at what he does. He is. He, oh, yeah. You have to watch Master.
1: Yeah, you were saying with uh, Joaquin, with Mike, right,
0: bro? Oh yeah, because uh, that's PTA. Chemistry. If you want to see some chemistry, yeah, them two. Oh my lord, Joaquin and Philipse. You couldn't have told me them guys didn't hang out for a whole year before they shot this. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there and in... that's a we gotta do a PTA episode. So and
1: cause... you know what, we will because I know what you want to do next because we said it before. You want to do Guardians then? Yes, we want to do Guardians. Yeah. Eh? So then after that, we could do a PTA. Absolutely. PTA, yeah. yeah. After we do our James Gunn. Yeah.
0: James Gunn. Yeah. We could... James
1: Gunn Marvel. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Yeah,
0: Marvel. We won't get a suicide. Yeah, because you know, that's... That movie's awesome.
1: Because sometime we could do, eventually do like The Suicide Squad and Peacemaker, and Peacemaker because Peacemaker, yeah. it shows like how he sees these characters and how they fit in with the the, the bigger picture let's say. That's
0: where James Gunn's strength lies as a, as a hero d- guy. He cares about the fucking characters.
1: Yeah, he like does. He really does. Like, yeah.
0: Guardians 3, I've never seen so much care with each individual character. Yeah. That's where I was super impressed. I was very impressed by that movie. I was like... And
1: I, I assume that's why you were like, we have to do the Guardians. Like, I was like, yeah,
0: holy hell, this movie's so good. I
1: was and, like, wow. and, and you have to watch the holiday special also. Oh, yeah. You do. That, Even though it's no, no nowhere near Christmas yet, but I think it's important for the overall narrative for how he handles the characters. Okay. Yeah.
0: Cuz uh I think I'm going to as I'm working later, I think I'm going to throw the flash on, bro. Cuz uh I gotta watch the flash again, I just I just, I just so got great. the
1: Blu-ray today. Oh,
0: you got it? Yeah, oh, yeah. Man. How much was it? 20?
1: It it was actually uh uh it was 25 after all the discounts at uh Barnes and Noble cuz Frillish okay. has like their card and it was like 30% oh, okay. off. But you know they overprice they anyway, price, yeah, so so it's probably like twenty five anywhere else. Yeah. But I, I was just like I just got to get no, it because I I, yeah, I wanted to, like to get all the all, like the, 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 the movies anywhere, yeah, yeah, the behind the scenes yeah, stuff, all the, all so you I could know, watch that on my phone or on a computer or mm-hmm. whatever.
0: I'm like I, I think I want to get the Flash too. You know I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait for the price drop.
1: You yeah, know, you know you know what I realized though I watched it again last week because it came on Max, the so I, I watched it again. I realized. There is no actual villain in that film. You know, you're
0: right.
1: the the vi- The only villain is the unseen time. villain. It was, like time villain. There's an unseen villain. Whoever, Whoever kills, kills Barry's mom, mom, yeah. And comic book fans already know. Uh-huh. But there's no real villain because even who you think is the villain, because I realized Barry, young Barry, sees old Barry answer a question that Supergirl asks him. She says, "Why did you save me?" When you found when you found out I wasn't kal mm-hmm. And what does Barry say? Because you needed you help. Need help. Mm-hmm. And that's all Young Barry knows. Yep. So even this other character, all he knew was that those people needed help. So he kept trying to do whatever he could to help him. So he's not really a villain. What's he's that? he's just doing whatever a hero would do based on what he saw his hero do. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. I just, uh... I just love that damn movie i keep watching it's it's great like i just did
0: my everything i watched in august oh i I gotta check it out Yeah, well it's not it'll be out saturday okay i'll check it out i'll talk about the flash on there and i actually talk about it for a minute because i was like i was like i feel so bad for this movie because it should have made way more money yeah more eyes need to see it and i'm like it's one of the best hero films to come out and oh while, that and Guardians 3 are yeah. the two best hero films that come out to me in the last few years. And
1: honestly, talk about chemistry. Ezra Miller and, and Ezra, Ezra Miller, Miller, they're and Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. Dude, you, you know what Keaton I mean? Just like cuz there's no real reason why that should work, but it does because it's Michael Keaton, Michael I guess. Michael Keaton, I guess. You know, the older and statesman Ezra coming in. a
0: fucking great actor. He <laughs> like, he's fucking good. He is.
1: He is, man. Like, Dude, everything
0: I've seen this kid in, I'm, like, blown away by him. Especially The Flash.
1: Yeah. Low-key, that
0: could be his best role. Because he plays two entirely different people that feel like two entirely different people. It's crazy.
1: Almost this many. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Believe it or not, if you think about it. Yeah, it it is. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. And it's like, he, he just embodies something in that. And I think... I think I realize why I'm obsessed with it. One, I waited nine years for this film to come out. Yeah, and I'm a big fan of the character ever since I was a kid, and the 1990 TV show got me into the character. So I've read a lot of the Flash just growing up, then after that, and like being that it it shows the what a hero has to go through and what a hero has to sacrifice to do what he does on a daily basis. And not many hero films show they that. They don't show that, yeah. Yeah, like like they show like the origin, origin. like like let's say Batman's origin, right? Mm-hmm. But you don't think about what Bruce Wayne goes through every day because of that. Struggle mentally, yeah, struggled, because of like, that.
0: I gotta make tough decisions every single yes. day, like not yes. just tough decisions, like like most people probably make five tough decisions in a yeah. year. Yeah, I'm like, i make five tough decisions in the span of two hours. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, they don't show a lot.
1: And honestly, because of your job, you probably make more tough decisions than anybody. Of course. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it's like, so you might be able to relate to that too. Like mm-hmm. seeing the inside, but like the, the internal struggle. Yeah. Which you don't normally see because you just see him like, like, you know, he saved that woman in the beginning and she just runs away and he's like, thanks Flash for yeah. saving me. You know, like he... He realizes how ungrateful yep, people are right. People he are because he's, the, really janitor are. he's the, the janitor of the Justice League. Yep. Yes, sir. But like inside, he's struggling every day because of what he's missed out on.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And yeah, it's just... It's
0: like, I just saved you and these babies. Yeah. And y'all are going to have a family. Everybody's going to be cool, but I ain't even have
1: that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone else gets to experience what I when never I, did. I
0: say I helped you get the experience I never got.
1: Yeah. And that's it's like Batman's you. motivation yeah, too, though. Yeah. Cause he yeah. wanted, he didn't want any other kids to experience what he experienced. Yeah,
0: and not every other kid's gonna have a billion dollars.
1: To yeah, with. yeah, know? yeah, so, yeah. Poor little rich poor boy, rich as they boy. say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I just love the Flash so much. I just can't stop talking. Guys, about I do. I, I as well. I really like the Flash yeah. too.
0: Like, so if you ain't seen the Flash, it's on Max now. Yeah, it is. Definitely watch the Flash. Yeah, give, give it, it some it love. A chance. Yes. Yeah, man. give it some streams. Give it a chance. Hopefully, maybe we can get down the road. Maybe we can get a follow-up to it. Yeah, so, so then
1: we can find out who killed his mom. Because mm-hmm, <laughs> that's the whole point of the really story.
0: sucks that this movie might not get a sequel because it didn't make no freaking money and it stars a guy people hate. And, and I'm like, damn, but, dude,
1: but this film is great. The writing, the direction, everything about it is actually almost the perfect superhero film because it shows you something you don't normally see dude, in a hero that's film. that's what
0: I'm saying. Like My favorite parts of the film was just Barry interacting with Barry. Yeah. Not the non-action, non-superhero-y stuff was yeah. what I loved about the film. And I think that says a lot about a hero film.
1: He got to be a mentor to himself. To himself. Yeah. yeah. It's
0: almost like it's almost like I know every single person who's over the age of 30 has had a conversation with themselves. Like, God, if I could just go back yeah. and tell myself some other stuff. Yeah. And you actually get to see that played out in a movie. Yeah. And it's like, that would be a fun movie concept. of Just someone yeah. going back and just reteaching and redoing things and seeing how things were changing the the, the end result could kind of honestly be like well things happen as they do for a reason because you may make things worse or whatever
1: there was a tv show in the late 80s starring matthew perry i think it was on fox called like second chance or second chances and it was about a guy i think it was when he was older i don't know if he died or what but he somehow went back to when he was a teenager and would kind of Guide himself oh, as a teenager, cool. yeah. That's Stay like early Fox when yeah. it was first around, nice, nice. yeah. All right, guys, sorry. yeah, sorry, sorry. sorry Ocean's so 11. Sorry. We literally got like
0: we went off track for like a good 10, 15, minutes. yeah. Sorry, no, the we, flash does that to us, it will, but <laughs> yeah. So, Oceans, guys, Oceans is, is, is a perfect film. Yeah. I don't really know if you, Steven man,
1: Soderbergh's, he's a genius, yeah, he best. really
0: is, and he's still going hard, he's still working today, guys. Check out more Soderbergh movies, guys. You gotta. Yeah. We, I think, I think we are going to start highlighting some of these lesser-known directors because, like, like we were talking about David O. Russell
1: earlier. Yeah, yeah. These
0: guys, yes, their movies get love and people have seen them, but they don't get enough credit for the things that they do. No, we no. We praise all these actors, like, you know, with David O. Russell, like we're praising Jennifer Lawrence, we're praising Bradley Cooper, Christian Bale, which of course they're amazing. But guys, they What be do they all him.
1: have in common? David O. Russell, yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, yeah, and even like Three Kings. Think about the cast there: George Clooney, Ice Cube, Mark Wahlberg, Marky Mark, yeah,
0: Marky Mark, and that's he's another one good with chemistry. Those three guys had chemistry like they've been going doing tours together. Yes, you know,
1: yeah, and like who knew? This is gonna sound terrible, but like other than like um, Friday. Or at the time. Like, an
0: anaconda. Yeah, who, much it. Who
1: knew Ice Cube could, could be that great? Yeah. yeah, I was like, he's
0: very good. Oh, yeah. Boys in the Hood. Oh, that's yeah, right. He Boys was in the Hood. Hood. He was yeah. good in that. Yeah. But, I mean, oh, John is, Singleton. John Singleton, amazing. That's right, yeah. But Boys in the Hood, you could also chalk that up to being like, okay, he kind of played a version of his rapper persona.
1: Yeah, that's so true. Yeah.
0: say that if yeah. you don't want to give him credit there, even though he is very good. But, I mean, yeah. higher learning, too, if you've ever seen that. Yeah, Michael it. Rappaport, Omar Epps. Oh, was that um, a Spike Lee movie? It's not Spike Lee, but it, it feels like. Because Michael Spike Rappaport, wasn't yeah. he like
1: Spike Lee's white guy? Yeah, he was. I mean, own. I hate to say no, that, but you was, know. He was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They,
0: um, no, it feels like a Spike Lee movie. It does, but okay. it's not. But I okay. think Spike Lee produced it or something. Okay. So I think he was involved. So it does yeah. feel like a Spike Lee movie. You know what?
1: That so it might not be a Spike it. Lee joint, but it's Lee like. But he may have been like the dealer. Yeah, okay, Okay. But, it's uh, a bong Yeah. <laughs> okay. That so, makes I mean, sense. No. i Think about it, I'm like,
0: actually, Ice Cube was doing shit. Yeah, I he guess was. he was. It's just. Because look, Friday's no, incredible. No, Friday's
1: incredible. Friday's classic, F. Gary Gray, man. man. Yeah, man. F.
0: Gary Gray. Friday, set it off, straight out of Compton. Dude, Italian job. Italian job
1: is so good. Yeah. With Mark Wahlberg.
0: With Mark Wahlberg's release. Yeah. And, and most deaf. right? Oh, yeah, yeah, most, def. most death. Most deaf. right? He was great man. that Oh, Jason Statham. Jason Statham. Statham. That was what everybody kind of like. Handsome really around know, Jason, Taylor because yeah. like, not everybody saw Snatch and uh, Smack, yeah. yeah. So you know that was the one where like people were like, oh, who's this kind of sexy British guy? Because that was before the
1: Transport. That was
0: before Transport. Yeah, I mean, Transport yeah. was like maybe a year or two after that. So yeah, yeah. After, but yeah. But all right, guys. So what? What, yeah. what we oh grade? What grade we got? Oh, it's got to be an A plus. Yeah, it has I to be. I mean, I was, I we, we said in the beginning,
1: it's the best out of the three. Yeah, anyway, it's
0: the best out of three, and I'm like, so. I'm giving out aside a personal A+ cuz I just yeah. I love it so much. Like I could probably pick it apart more than Oceans. Yeah. But I mean, I don't want to cuz I don't need to. It's that but, good. <laughs> but
1: Oceans is more linear until the end, so until I think the end, yeah. So, do you think that's what makes it a better film that you can kind of stick with the story more no. as it goes or No, I think no. what makes
0: it a better film is it's subject matter that's more digestible for everyone. Yeah. More recognizable faces, yeah, and it's just more fun. It's yeah. got more humor. Yeah, you know, yeah, it a, does. It's just a film your average film watcher could hop on. Oh one my one god, four eyes. When Brad Pitt
1: is like, "Somebody call a doctor." Call, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> he's hilarious, dude. Yeah, he's
0: eating the whole movie is so yes. funny, bro. He's yeah. always eating something. Yeah,
1: That's
0: hilarious, dude. Yeah. All right, guys. So oh go out, watch some Soderbergh films yes. if you haven't.
1: And we will be back soon. I'm Dom. I'm Jamie. Oh, and, and don't forget to like and subscribe. Oh yeah,
0: like and subscribe. My bad. Yeah, yeah do
1: especially if you made it this far. Yeah, like and subscribe. For yeah, sure.
0: please. So do that. Yeah, guys, and don't don't be afraid. Drop some comments. Tell us if you think we're idiots. We'll, yeah. we'll
1: love it. Yeah, because we, we might be.
0: We might be. Yeah, you, know, you never we don't know. know everything. Shit, <laughs> oh, it's just two guys talking about what they think. Yeah. <laughs> so enjoy, guys. Thank you.